0: and today we are talking the movie going event of the summer 2023 um late july last weekend of july <laughs> event barbenheimer one for the ages
1: uh. this is this really is incredible what we're doing in this episode is we're reviewing both barbie and oppenheimer um, We're doing it. You
0: ask for it. It's and only here right. We are.
1: It's only right that we do it this way. Um, yeah. And I don't think the audience would expect anything else than doing both of these movies in the same episode. Of course, mostly we. Because what are we going to
0: do? We're staggering them out a week. No, or I don't think we put so. Two separate episodes. Not no, for these massive silly. movies.
1: Not for these no, massive that's movies. That's just not how this is working. You for example. Yeah. Most likely next week, we're going to be doing Talk To Me. Now, we were planning to do Haunted Mansion, but I think we're going to push that to the week following because Talk To Me sounds really interesting, and I feel like that might yeah. not be in theaters as long as Haunted Mansion. So we'll probably that do those back-to-back. Cool. Back. But see, those are separate episodes. This yeah. has to be in one episode. We have to do right. it. Right.
0: This is much different There's, than Talk To Me and Haunted Mansion. You yeah. kind of compare and there contrast There is those, I guess, but.
1: no other way to do this. So yeah uh um, yes also
0: before we move on uh i got a call last week um after upload um and we have to make it right oh um okay according to, <laughs> to tyler um we have to make things right with tyler okay um, i'm interested to hear this <laughs> i'm i'm reacting to so- this live so what's going on <laughs> so we you I I think neither of us watched the film last no, week. I watched it. I and, watched it. Okay, so but <laughs> what did you I miss? Something about the the skeleton thing with Jack Sparrow when we were both like, "Oh, so he never walked in the moon or whatever?" It was because he's just he's only cursed for from that point going forward in the film. All right. He doesn't carry this curse all the time. No, well, I he, figured he grabs the metal coin uh, and, and, and blah at blah that blah. Point, okay. okay, all right, Tyler, yeah. you are so right. Tyler, <laughs> so Tyler called me. He calls me in the morning, like right after I wake up, and I was like, "Hey, I'll call you back. I just woke up." No, this is an emergency. Yeah. And then, and then I, and then to be honest, I forgot that he called. You know, I was I I was getting my day going, Ooh, Tyler, and I like, get you to work, that? and he texts me. He says. He says, Dude, um, "You need to call I me." I left a voicemail, <laughs> and I was like, "Shoot, okay, something's going down." Who's leaving voicemails? I like, I like, step to the back of the bar. I like, I, I, like, try to listen to my voicemail. I realize my voicemail isn't set up. I don't know. All so, right. and then, and then he's like, "Hey, man, I just listened to the episode." Blah blah blah. <laughs> anyway, he said that we had to make it right. Okay. At the beginning, of apologies to Tyler and all of our listeners
1: that we got that yeah. wrong. Thank you for letting us know in in very important ways by contacting Eric directly,
2: actually. Yes.
1: So, thank you. I well, hope, you, hope you enjoy this episode and we don't make any major mistakes yeah. here. Um, we'll see. Shout out to Tyler. Avid listener. Uh-huh. Appreciate yes. it. Yes. Right um, of the pod. Yeah. We've had him on, actually, as uh-huh. well. Anyway, um, uh-huh. let's... Let's let's start by just talking about this weekend of film. So, yeah, well, the prior weekend was uh, it was busy because Mission Impossible, Impossible, Miss Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning yeah. Part One came out, and so you know oh. people are going to see that. Dead in the water this week compared to these two movies, I bet yeah. it was. Yeah, and Tom I, Cruise threw like a big haven't. fit as he normally would. Uh IMAX, uh-huh. I want IMAX screens. Eh. But um too bad. Yeah, too bad. Oppenheimer's a bigger movie. Sorry. It is. But uh Yeah, man, uh, yeah. and
0: they get they get Christopher Nolan gets picked because it's not <laughs> the 7th one and part 1 of another thing. Like oh, could you like imagine Oppenheimer even, part 7? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then and then I'd say, "You know what, Chris? Give it a rest." Yeah. You don't need it on every IMAX screen, bro. Right But until that day He gets the screens mm-hmm. And
1: then we get into this past weekend um, And Barbie and Oppenheimer coming out Same time Theaters are decorated Theaters are busy I went on Sunday um, To watch both of these movies on the same day Two different theaters I went to 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 catch yep. like good screen times and everything I saw Oppenheimer in, in IMAX And I saw Barbie on a pretty large screen as well Which I think is a good yeah. way to watch it Um, on a big screen too, but, uh, yeah, I went to, uh, Oppenheimer first, just the way that the, uh, screen time sort of worked out, uh, in terms of my time throughout the day. Uh, went with uh, a friend of mine to Oppenheimer and, um, yeah, very busy. Uh, theater was full, 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 full. Yeah. Mine too
0: for, for Oppenheimer. Yeah. Especially when you get that IMAX screening, everybody wants it so yeah yeah I'm I mean glad I bought ahead of time I bought yes, like four tickets yes. like over the weekend kind of thing well
1: when my friend and I Jason were buying tickets we had you know we got a pretty good seat selection maybe one row closer would have been like perfect but it was still pretty good um yeah I and, guess I
0: think realistically
1: me too but we bought early like we bought a yeah. week before maybe even a week and a half before and then I looked the night mm-hmm. before we went so I looked on Saturday night just to see like hey how busy is it packed theater yeah. not a seat in the na- like the main section. People were sitting pr- pretty up, you know, up close uh right. <laughs> in that first uh, area and
0: just like arched their necks the whole gotta time. That's got to suck, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I have um, a stiff neck. I, I had I got a stiff neck yesterday too, so that would have sucked extra no, for been, me, but it horrible. Yeah. I-, I was in a good spot. Honestly, the screen was a little smaller than I kind of was expecting IMAX to be from what I remember when I was 10 years old. Yeah. Oh, but, well, like, when
1: you're 10, like every movie theater is like
0: oh my gosh, my TV is like this size. IMAX is huge. Yeah, I guess TVs are bigger now too. (laughs) That's true as well. Yeah, That kind of... (laughs) But also like just, I think in my mind, IMAX and first class are kind of the same where Mm -hmm. it's like, if you've been on like a first class flight, it's like, yeah, it's cool. Mm -hmm. But it's also like, I sit on more comfortable chairs every day on land. (laughs) So I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like... I get it is special and it is nice, but yeah. it's kind of like this should be the standard. Also, like cool. Let's I agree with of, that. <laughs> yeah, just make the screen that, that would make be all awesome a little bit bigger. Make An- them all pretty loud. Well, why not? That's,
1: that's one. I thing. I already it's had to pay to come see it. Filming it in IMAX is a whole other thing that production companies right, don't want to right, pay for. Right. Which, which, yeah. no problem for. Right, and I guess there's like and his the boys. format and like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> legitimate
0: presentation and whatever. They yeah. Do, but like. Yeah, we can make Uh, make all the screens pretty uh, big and a little bit louder, I think. Oh, yeah.
1: Fantastic. I mean, okay. So, look, full theater. When I went to Barbie, full theater. I mean, it was everything was just excitement going around. People were hyped up. The long lines for the concession, right? Everybody's working at the movie theater. They got the whole crew there. People People are running. People are running. It's like you got your seats ready. You got your seats ready. Like.
0: (laughs) Uh, like yeah it was like madness (laughs) yeah it it was crazy dude
1: we have not had something this spectacular and exciting for movie theaters in a very 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 long time so i six
0: years like since like spider since i mean not spider-man like since the new star wars started again like (sighs) that was huge
1: yeah 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 i would say yeah with like episode seven came out that was massive I I yeah. similar. Obviously, they're not doing like lines anymore because seats are all allocated now. But there was a line to get in, like to get my my ticket like yeah, checked yeah, yeah. and everything. And I was like, yeah, this is okay. This is exciting. Right. Now, in terms of um, uh, box office um, yep. combined, just for domestic yeah. box office on the weekend, they made over two hundred and thirty million dollars. So pretty good combined opening weekend. Um, I'll go- talk about the individual worldwide numbers um, in a little bit when we get into each film. We're going to start with Barbie first, yeah. uh, review that one, and then we'll jo- jump into Oppenheimer and review that one uh, second. Uh-huh. But just massive, uh, massive weekend for movies, big, big win big, for big. movies. You always like to say movies are back. Yeah. Um, movies <laughs> are back, dude. This, this yeah.
2: is
0: the appropriate time to say movies are back. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: The movies are back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, without no, that, a doubt. In my mind, movies are back. It, it
1: was it was really, really, really fun time to see these on the same day. Now I know yeah. your strategy was a little bit different. You talked
0: to me about your viewing experiences. Yep. Yeah. So I uh, I I I knew that I wanted to see Oppenheimer IMAX. I knew that my schedule was kind of all over the place, but I was like, let me get that ticket for sure, and I'm gonna fit Barbie where I can. I see, I ended up seeing Oppenheimer IMAX uh, yesterday at Dole Cannery. Um, That's a Tuesday. Uh, Yeah, wild. It was really, really busy. The parking lot was so full. Um, Me and my friends were all like racing there. Like I said, everybody's running in the theater and and stuff. Um, And yeah, those, it was the regular seats. Um, Yeah, they don't have the reclining seats. You know, honestly, I was comfortable enough. They were comfortable. I felt bad walking past people. Because yeah. I had to get up to go to the bathroom once. Oh was, no! Like, definitely stepping on like people's food. And stuff. Okay,
1: so there were a lot of people that were getting up during Oppenheimer, and I'm like, you guys are all amateurs. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what really irritated me for the first ten minutes yeah. of the movie was yeah. the girl sitting next to me, and she's like teenager age, uh-huh. on, her fo- like, uh-huh. on her phone, like texting on her phone, like, like no, not this even so exciting, not even using it's dark starting. mode, not even using dark mode. <sighs> You know, like brightness down, sure. Like her brightness using, is on. No, well, the brightness is yeah. on minimum, but you can turn, is but an iPhone, white, you can turn yeah. it, yeah, you can turn it to dark mode. Didn't even want to do that. Unbelievable. <sighs> Unbelievable. You have to didn't be texting right now. And then when she sent the text, she didn't lock the screen to make it go dark. She just left it on her lap with the bright. Are like, you the brightness kidding me? on. Not kidding. Unbelievable. And I just kept like side-eyeing. And I'm like, yeah. I, I'm not going to say something because I'm not like a mean person like that, but you need to get the hell out like, of here yeah, to a teenage <laughs> yeah. Girl, yeah. oh my god uh, eventually she got off no, her phone
0: thankfully but um that's good yeah this is, that was really annoying uh, i'm glad my my people in my theater were all good uh yeah it imax was sick um yeah excellent movie going experience for oppenheimer and then uh yeah barbie was also tight i saw today that was just regular mode um, regular, regular mode, not an IMAX, <laughs> not an IMAX. Right. Yeah, it was just, yeah. Just normal screening daytime. Somehow a matinee ticket is $16 these days. It's ridiculous
1: nowadays. Um, yeah.
0: Like, but <laughs> either way. Yeah. I saw Barbie today and now I am ready to take part in the zeitgeist. That awesome. Is today.
1: Awesome. I think just to say it at the top here, we got yeah. some gems this week. In terms of movies, yeah, I think we got some major uh-huh. hits. But we'll start off with yes. Barbie. Let's jump into this. So now, full-on review of Barbie. We'll we'll get into spoilers. We'll alert you when we get into spoilers, and then we'll we'll, we'll alert yeah. you when we get into Oppenheimer. We're in Barbie right now. Let's review yeah. it. Um, yeah, big movie, obviously directed by Greta Gerwig, um, famously from like Little Women and Lady Bird. She actually directed Dua Lipa's um, Dance the Night music video as well which is nice. a prominent song in the trailers and in this, this movie, and Dua Lipa's a mermaid, the mermaid Barbie as well. So that's a nice nod. Um, that's why,
0: she, okay. Yeah. I was like, that girl looks so familiar.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Um, written by Greta Gerwig as well as uh, Noah Baumbach. Uh, starring, yep. of course. Power couple. Oh, yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Issa Rae, Simu Liu, America Ferreira, and some other ones I want to pop out there as well. So Kate McKinnon's also in it. She plays uh, Ugly Uh Barbie, which I thought was... Weird Barbie. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Weird Barbie. Sorry. Weird Barbie. (laughs) Dude. Uh, I know. Oh, I messed up already. But I mean, I think she would call herself that. Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) uh, Emma Mackey is in this as well. Uh, She plays another Barbie doll um, and another actor that sort of looks like Margot Robbie uh, in Emma Mackey. Oh, yeah, that's That chick that's in Sex Education. There's a bunch of people from Sex Education in this movie. Oh, I thought you were going to say, there's a bunch of people from Sex Education that look like Margot Robbie. Would would that be Uh-oh. untrue?
0: Uh, that is not untrue to say. There is at least one yeah. and maybe another, if you want, just off the top of my head. Yeah. yeah.
1: I always get Emma Mackey and Samara Weaving uh, mixed up, like their names mixed up, because right. they look alike, yeah. but then collectively they look like Margot Robbie as well. So right. it's just... Yeah, so she's in it as well. Alexander Shipp is in this too. Um, yeah, John Cena makes an appearance. Will Ferrell's in this, of course. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite characters, uh, Alan, played by uh, Michael Sarah. So great cast all around, just yeah. fantastic. Um, yeah, I want to talk about budget for this. is about an estimated about a hundred million dollars, uh, and so far worldwide has made over three hundred eighty two million. So bam, huge, bam, huge bam. return in the first week already. So Sick, yeah, fantastic for them. Uh, really, really, really happy for this team to get this kind of return on it. But uh, let's hop into talking about the story then. So here's, um, you know, every day is perfect day in Barbie land. It's fun, yep. it's exciting, it's a happy place. There's parties going along, there's beach parties and everybody's having fun, right? Um, and unlike the real world... Uh, which is very prominent in this movie. Um, in Barbieland, female dolls are the governing powers, such as Issa Rae's uh, Barbie being president um, and yep. other Barbies filling Supreme Court seats and whatnot. Um, Barbie and... Um, well, the Barbies and Ken know this to be the way th- the world is, right? Multiple Kens, multiple right. Barbies. They know that this <laughs> is just the way the world is. They expect the real world to be like this as well. But right. when Margot Robbie's stereotypical Barbie, as she's referred to, uh, is forced to go into the real world, um, she, along with Ken, Ken uh, Ryan Gosling's Ken, comes along for the ride, yeah. uh, they both realize that the real world is very different than what they're used to or what they're expecting. Um, yeah, they and, do. Yeah, and, and, and it just goes off from there. Wild, wild ride. Um. Yeah, what, what are your kind of thoughts on
0: this story? Uh, what, did it suck you in? Did it keep you engaged? I was pretty engaged. It sucked me in. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's kind of classic hero's journey structure, feels like for, for a while at least. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I dug it. I think like toward the end, I was, or maybe like half toward the end, I was just kind of like, what? I feel like there's definitely I'm I should be finding something in this stuff too. Mm-hmm. And then I was just having a tough time applying the the lessons exactly to my life, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's fine too. <laughs> Look, I you're think not going to relate to every it, movie out there. It makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't have to be but, for me, but I, I liked it still just fine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. Yeah, I enjoyed it
1: greatly. Cool. Um, I think, yeah, yeah, this kind of jumping into some of these talking points. here. I think this is a really powerful movie. I think um, starting with its Mm -hmm. presence first, it's a, like I said, it's a big, exciting movie. It's a spectacle. Um, No, I'm not talking about Oppenheimer. This is Barbie. It really is a spectacle. Yeah. Um, The (laughs) music music is memorable. The characters and performances are all very loud in a good way. Just really, really strong. Uh Um, You talked about Hero's Journey. I think we need to fig- figure out like who is the hero of this movie because it's i don't know if it's yeah. necessarily margot robbie's uh, barbie it's probably sure. more likely other characters um but but she's sort of the main driving force of everything she kind of yeah um helps out with certain discoveries um in this film so um i i, I quite like that that it wasn't just she's like a, a, a margot conduit. robbie movie she is a conduit yeah. um it's not just a margot robbie movie which i would love anyway because she's fantastic but um all the characters really have an impact which is really cool yeah um even, you know, this movie's called Barbie. Everybody's called Barbie in Barbie Land, and, or besides a couple of characters. And everyone's called Ken, besides right. a couple of characters as well, right? So, um, It's very also funny. Think it This movie is very funny, yes. It is very, very funny. Uh, I think... Like, there's good jokes
0: and bits. Yeah. And, yeah, like the... Uh, you know, obviously, they're all going to have the same name or whatever, but, <laughs> yeah. like, that, that kind of stuff and just kind of the, like, the, the self-awareness mm-hmm. kind of stuff was well
1: yeah yeah and that that sort of um i that kind of caught me off guard i didn't realize there was going to be as much self-awareness or uh breaking the fourth wall
0: yeah because i feel like that's real world stuff typical, like style is like you
1: know I mean? no so it's like a yeah little, it's, it's different like it's different.
0: different so it's
1: yeah. but it, there is enough of that perfect amount of humor in this movie more than than her other films but perfect amount that she knows what to do like this is what she does really well is find the moments that are uh, is that are appropriate to add humor this movie is going to have more abundance than little women and ladybird um but uh she does that really well and i'm glad that she was under i'll talk about one of the decisions she made when directing this movie um a little bit later on and why she was a perfect choice um Mm -hmm. but yeah i also want to talk about the Production design. I think Barbie Land's production design. It looks is like
0: p- perfectly like a Barbie commercial. It's
1: fantastic. It's my favorite part of the movie. Like, you know, yeah. purposefully like this sort of nerdy aspect of it all. It's really really cool. I loved yeah. the way even like when beach balls and stuff are like getting thrown around. It looks like it's maybe a couple of frames slower, or it just makes it really cartoony purposefully. Yeah, like, colorful. It's eye catching. It's a p- very appropriate for the content. That that we're consuming here in barbie land it it's really really cool very very much a, a standout it for delivers
0: me. yeah mm-hmm. it's what you want if it's what you want it to look like
1: yeah i works. will say my favorite part of the movie besides you know all these other themes and stuff that we'll talk about a little, in a little bit but um in terms of like sequences was the first uh big party night at barbie's dream house um yeah. that sequence was awesome that was the dua lipa dance dance the night uh song dancing, choreography, perfect, production design, excellent, everybody, I mean, like the humor in that as well, but battle between the two Kens and,
0: and then, uh. It made me think of like, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at the Playboy. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah, I mean, no, also Margot Robbie's in that movie as well, but, um, no, no, it just, it just was so well done that sequence and it's it's brief but uh and it gets disrupted by barbie's uh death thoughts um which which was was very 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 abrupt but it was really good i just live for these kind of moments in movies where um everything comes together so well and it it looks fantastic so that was probably my favorite sequence um in the movie um Another point about being, it being a powerful movie. I think, secondly, the, the messages that this film contains, are they're very, very strong messages. Um, yeah. So, messages about people being silenced, ignored, tossed aside. And this can go for many groups uh, in this movie that, that mm-hmm. are discussed. Um, many messages about self-loathings and uh, ego as well. Um, I like all this is wrapped up in a very funny, like you said, very funny and reflecting film. So we do have a movie that is for... The masses, I would say. I think the use of a narrator is a nice touch, made it feel somewhat like a younger movie, uh, similar to like um, oh, once upon a time, you know, narration yeah. kind of movies. And then that's a good, it's a good device that they get to use a yeah. couple times. Exactly, I think. For um, goofs. Yeah, Helen Helen Mirren. The the yeah, there's a the moment where, um, Margot Robbie's talking about being not pretty, and Helen Mirren, the narrator, is like, note to the producers. Uh, margot robbie is not the person you want to make this point like this her Uh, being not pretty yeah so yeah (laughs) Uh, but yeah yeah so the the use of the narrative does give it like a once upon a time sort of feel to Uh it um but obviously this is not a kid's film i would say not at all i think there are some things that kids can pick up on Uh, But overall, I think we're looking at the teen to older audiences range, which is great that it it contains a message that many people can reflect on um, and relate to this big range, uh, age range that it can... um, I think even though it's like an
0: aesthetically different movie, I think it kind of is the same. It's like, it is more far reaching than Greta Gerwig's typical audience, Mm -hmm. but I think it's Serving the same demographics, Mm, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. You know what I mean, or same like ages and kind of okay. That 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 that, those sorts of breakdowns. But what what I do find interesting, like, is a couple people that I've kind of talked to about this movie so far already are just like very kind of like oh like I was thought it was gonna be blah blah blah, but it's actually like kind of like blah blah blah. And Mm -hmm. it's like yeah,
1: it's yeah. There there is a lot of. Difference it's not, to yeah, it, yeah.
0: It's not just like it's not like Detective Pikachu, like Barbie yeah. movie. Yes, it's like mm-hmm. a feminist director made a movie. Mm-hmm. I actually like, want to talk about this like, too. Yeah, yeah. Like Greta Gerwig is a talented director. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> of right. course,
1: she's gonna make something right. Good. Yeah. So You're I, right. I think yeah. that's one of the most important takeaways from sort of a filmmaking and industry aspect is that Greta Gerwig yeah. made this film her way. Um, and that's yeah. a huge positive. You know, this could have uh-huh. easily been a live action, in quote Barbie film for kids. yeah. You know, or even right. something, and this is nothing against the Lego movie, but something like the Lego movie, where it does right. have that blend of real world and fantasy with Lego, but it's mostly for kids. And it, it has some themes that adults can pick up on and kids can pick up on as well, but it, it's mostly yeah. for kids, I would say. Whereas this movie is kind of the opposite of that like it has a lot of the imagery that kids would enjoy um yeah and these iconic stars and these barbie outfits and right this, like this like i said this is cartoony element to it in a good way
0: and it's not like bad if a kid watched it like I no there like were kids there were little really like kids at the theater or anything like you know what i, I mean like think, yeah not a lot of swears. But-
1: there's one, yeah. there's one big one, but it's bleeped out with the Mattel, yeah, uh, little badge sticker, <laughs> right yeah. over Isarae's face um, uh. or her mouth, yeah, because uh, she said a uh, swear. But um, you know, there's there's adult.
0: Yeah, language in like, this in
1: terms I, of like hey i don't, I don't have a vagina is... he doesn't have a penis like right we're, like we're,
0: penis we're, vagina kind of we're, stuff we're plastic
1: right? blobs underneath our swimsuits yeah it's That's... like P
0: G like pg language honestly yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah. yeah i guess like concept yeah. wise is kind of like um i don't think obviously kids are gonna take away the the, the themes not but not entirely but i think but I think they'll get an like, idea. Like, it defined fine background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know well, what I imagery, mean? Like, too. I
1: mean, look, kids can pick up on who's yeah. a villain in a movie based on filmmaking, right? And who right. is yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of this antagonistic figure and who's the hero. Um, like you're saying, oh. classic hero's journey. Um, so kids can pick up on that and, and kind of see what's yeah. a good message, what's a bad message. Um, but maybe the underlying, you know, deeper themes are not going to be reaching kids, but it'll reach a large... Uh, range of you know uh, of the audience so like a lot of
0: ages too though
1: many many um I think yeah Greta Gerwig she saw an opportunity to make it so much more than just a kid's movie by you know creating a film with these deep underlying messages these themes um you know on top of the the very like obvious ones that it, it sort of focuses on so just the perfect person to to do this movie and I said that as soon as they announced that she was gonna be directing it. I said, This is, this is excellent. And yeah. like, you're, like, like you said, this is different than anything she's done, but I think she's nailed it. A big box office movie uh-huh. like this. I think she's nailed it. Yeah. Um, yeah stepped into yeah. the
0: world of, of big budget filmmaking
1: perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also think this film is filled to the brim with incredible actors, great performances from these actors. You know, even though they're, yeah. they're playing dolls in sort of a, uh, like a play world. Um, there was uh-huh. a lot of depth to these characters. Some of them are kind of more bubbly yeah. and, and being doll-ish uh, in the way yeah. that they speak. But the you know what was behind all these emotions, um, especially as you know we get into like the second half of the movie when they return to Barbieland um, and things go crazy. Uh, we get a lot of emotion from these characters, so I thought yeah. it was great. I think Margot Robbie has some really good emotional moments where she does feel like a broken toy. Uh, so she's yeah. she's excellent. This is probably one of her best emotional performances that i've seen definitely Um, yeah yeah um and it's coming from a barbie movie so that's that just again tells you it's so much more like elevated than any sort of just regular kids movie that an industry would probably would want to have done instead just or not instead but that's their first pitch is like hey we're gonna make barbie live action uh let's do this yeah it's gonna be fun and it's gonna be kids and it's gonna be yeah that would have been lame yeah yeah and i'm glad just, i'm like regular i'm glad that i wonder we did
0: this yeah like i wonder what the story like if she came up was this her idea or was she approached i don't Rediger know White? the full background of that that's a great question
1: um probably she was approached that's usually how production companies do it they approach you if you have an idea like a, for
0: a property like this. a property yeah, it's a right? mattel
1: it's you know whatever it's it's warner brothers that did this movie um so you know i'm sure they ap- approached her i don't know if she was first choice i'm not sure maybe she was um but I, yeah makes sense if she was um and yeah asked to come up with a good story here's your, here's the base of what we want it to be maybe a, and here's here's a story yeah. uh, or come up so, with a story
0: once they, you know, yeah, there's this whole, they go to the real world thing. Mm-hmm. When they come back, Ken is so funny to me. Like, we we'll get it, yeah, let's get the, the whole time. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> but, that's a good like, segue
1: to my next point about Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I think uh-huh. in a more tiny spoiler antagonistic role than people were expecting. Um, yeah, but was surprising and he played it really well. Uh, yeah, everybody right. wanted to punch Ken, but uh uh-huh. huh, he, he did a and really it's good also job. Like, there's like stakes
0: mean. and stuff, but mm-hmm. for some reason I'm not like super worried or stressed or or anything with like yeah this this antagonistic thing it's well, I think we all are just thinking like
1: they are misinterpreting certain things or he he just doesn't really understand all of it, yeah. but um let's you know what let's jump into spoilers now, uh so we whoop, can fully, whoop, fully jump whoop. in. To these ideas here So basically
0: here. Yeah this, The second half Or the third act I guess Is kind of like Biff's 1985 Yeah But it's, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> Ken It's Ken It's Kendom Kendom Oh my gosh <laughs> So We're like, It's just so goofy. Kenland It's Kendom like, just Boys yeah. It's like boy, it's boys It's men The patriarchy It's, he it's like,
1: horses It's brewskis <laughs> um, Yeah
0: like, Hey do you want golf A brewskis <laughs> Yeah, brewski Can I brewskis beer you <laughs>
1: And this is this naive Ken um, doll, Uh um, Ryan Gosling's Ken, going into the real world with Barbie, realizing that men run things in a certain way, patriarchy that (laughs) he learns about. And he's like, this is Uh great. Like,
0: why aren't. This is sick. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, I I guess to. To, Trucks to and, my, my, and horses and yeah, fur, oh my God, the fur cowboy hats oh my God,
1: <laughs> toxic masculinity, Muscles. which is a major yeah. theme in this movie as well, toxic masculinity uh-huh. but but yes, yeah, I yes, guess yes. I
0: guess uh um you know that that is relatable the the idea of what Ken is going through is relatable because it's like he's seeing he's seeing a place where he matters. Sure, you know he feels like he doesn't matter in his in Barbieland in his own yeah yeah in Barbieland and and there's place. actually a lot just a flip to that. On these.
1: It's called
2: Barbieland.
1: Yeah. Barbie is yeah. the toy. Ken yeah. came afterwards. Even Mattel's like, oh, it's just Ken. And Ken? then eventually, it's like, oh, it's just yeah, Alan. Barbie and
0: Ken. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they discontinued so. Alan because he was too much like Ken. So it was like, oh, we uh-huh. really don't He's need Ken's another buddy. one of these guys. So. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So, so this has had some obviously some real world applications. Now, it was so funny. Those like, or like, uh, Sugar's daddy. Oh, my God. Like, what, dude? (laughs) The dog named Sugar. Yeah. He's the daddy. Oh, I'm not Sugar daddy. I'm Sugar's (laughs) daddy. What was the guy he was hanging out with? Was like, Uh, Earrings
1: Ken or something. Like, he had like gold earrings or something (laughs) like that. Yeah. I like all these so Barbie good, references. Dude. Those are cool. Um, yeah. Like they Midge <laughs> and Skipper. Uh-huh. The,
0: the pregnant yeah. one. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. That was that was funny. Um, but I wanted to talk about the sort of naiveness of of Ken. And not only Ken, but the Barbie as well. Like everybody in Barbie yeah. line is so naive as to what, right. you know, reality is like, what the real world is like. Um, uh-huh. But I, okay, look, I love the idea of them you know, thinking that they made a major impact on the real world and then getting a reality check. Because I think most of us, um, besides the backwards-minded folks, um, also Mm. have this idea of the perfect world without misogyny, sexism, and prejudice. But in reality, we open our eyes and unfortunately, it's still a major issue. So, a lot of us have this Barbie land image in our heads, Uh but it's just not reality right now. Um, And maybe we'll get to, you know, we'll get to that point in the future and and hopefully so, where we, we can get to a point where we have some, you know, equality, we have um, you know, bigger strides in civil justice and human basic human rights, obviously. I mean, Jesus. Mm. Um but uh the Barbies and the Kens, both naive about different things, right? When when Ken comes back right. and make it makes it Kendom, they're like, "Oh, this is so much better." And when <laughs> yeah. when it was Barbie Land, Kens <laughs> are like, "Oh yeah, I'll do anything to get Barbie's attention," you know. But obviously, that's right. by the end of the movie, we realize that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be this place for everybody, even though it yeah. says Barbie Land and the Constitution is this, uh, you know, whatever, and the Supreme uh-huh. Court and the President is it. Uh, that doesn't really matter. It's it's really more about accepting everyone, and I think. That conversation between stereotypical Barbie and and uh, main Barbie, main Ken, at the end of the movie, yeah. um, sort of really brings that to life. Um, but right, yeah. Oh my God! There's so many. There's so many great themes in this movie. Um, I thought it was really, really, really smart. To use California as the real world in this movie. Uh, um, I, I'm pretty sure this is on purpose as well, but I think it shows that even though it's a blue state, number one, it's more progressive uh-huh. than any other state, um, uh-huh. it still has its fair share of issues. And just because yeah. it's citizens, mostly lean left, lean liberal, that doesn't uh-huh. wipe away these problems. It doesn't give them a free pass right. either, right? It also sure, shows... Yeah that these problems are the farthest thing from political issues and they're just again yeah. about basic human rights it has nothing to do with politics it's about yeah basic no, it'd human be rights. too
0: easy if they had to go to like texas <laughs> florida yeah yeah <laughs> yeah right that'd be kind of yeah. like so
1: yeah. i thought it that was really smart um number one oh well also too i mean barbie's malibu dream house right that's a toy. Um, yeah. And everything's supposed to be California and beach. And, it, and there's a whole joke about Ken's job being beach. beach. Yeah. And so that was fun. They got That's to go to the beach and they're roller skating hilarious, and everything. But yeah.
0: yeah. Immediately. The photos we've been seeing for years. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. The, the Ken picture, I think everybody saw, right? With the, like, the, what is it, like a denim? denim jacket with ripped sleeves and a yeah. six-pack yeah, 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 and he's yeah. super tan uh-huh. <laughs> I still think that look Ryan Gosling is fine to play Ken I thought he was great I still think that they yeah. missed on the hair I think it's way too uh white uh it should have been like a yeah Ken a doesn't deeper have hair
0: that blonde no yeah.
1: I I yeah I'm remembering Kendalls uh that were yeah. around here and mm, I don't think it was like did you bleached have- hair did you have a Ken? I don't remember if I had a Ken. Uh, my, my sister had Barbies and, you know, we would play together. So naturally, yeah. I'm pretty sure she had a Ken. Um, I don't think she had Alan, unfortunately. But uh, right. <laughs> I
0: remember I don't I didn't have a Barbie, but I had a Ariel from Little Mermaid. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That basically mu- it, it's like Barbie branded like one or whatever. was like a Barbie <laughs> shape. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I am pretty sure I had a Ken. I also had like hella other action figures like Wolverine and, you know, the positionable guys. Right, right, was right. Ken, was Ken positionable? Well, he was... was he no, no. He was
1: his, like a... It was the same as Barbie, just Ken. He, sorry, he's just, just Ken. Kind of, yeah. Like, you know, you can yeah. move the arms, like, so the arms a little bit. And I think the legs move a tiny bit and the legs might even move together. I forget how barbies work. I'm pretty sure the legs move together. Yeah. Um they might like bend a little
2: bit. Yeah, I well, think no, just... they can do
1: splits, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right. So they they're just legs, um torso and arms basically and like the head. Ken's right feet top, but... are
0: probably flat though, huh?
1: Yes, Ken's feet were flat. Yeah. <laughs> like a yeah. like he
0: doesn't stand like a chip. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, anyway, All these sort of uh, concepts and ideas, I thought were were fantastic. Okay, so like the idea of patriarchy and the guy at, you know, whatever business, he was like, yeah, we still do it, but we're just, we get away with it, oink. I'm like, oh my, everybody like had a groan in my theater. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's horrible. Um, Uh But as Ken is starting to realize more and more like, oh, this is, I love this, you know? Um, And then he goes back (laughs) and makes Kendom.
0: Just absolutely sick,
1: insane, dude! Absolutely insane. Yeah. But this is so easy to be brainwashed by uh-uh. unfair media horses. and and yeah, horses. That'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, absolutely. No,
0: no. The patriarchy yeah. wasn't really about horses. Yeah. I was just over it. Anyway. Yeah.
1: I like how he admits that too. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah. That is so important. Yeah. So many of these like crazy not like uh, Andrew Tate, for example, Andrew Tate, moron. Absolutely. I I despise the guy so much. Ben Shapiro is another freaking moron. Okay. And these two guys are like the biggest and Ben Shapiro is a freaking nerd. So he has no right to be toxic, toxically (laughs) masculine, but they have this whole concept that, Oh, I'm just going to be macho and I'm super cool. And I'm a guy and I can say whatever I want. And, and, and women are my property and everything, but it's all an act it's all on the camera yeah they don't actually they're not like maybe Andrew Tate is so sick in his mind that he is like Uh, that and I wouldn't uh put it past him but for the most part it is just an act like Ken a lot of these guys they're not like this 24-7 they're just putting on a face you know Uh Uh, they they do believe in these things they do believe in these things but they're not always gung-ho about it so all you people listening that uh you know hopefully we don't have any listeners like this but for you that do listen to Ben Shapiro and Andrew Tate and look at them as role models, yeah. look elsewhere. They hate you uh-huh. actually. So,
0: bro, yeah. I saw some post of like Ben Shapiro like in a theater like that he was like about to and he was like going to do some review like a podcast or something on Barbie and it was just like he seemed all upset and it's just like <laughs> I think that's such a boring weird opinion and like I I feel like it's one of those things where I'm almost more just hearing about the idea of like hearing about it, mm-hmm. of like people getting upset, like men being upset about this movie. It's so like, stupid. It's like, I guess it's kind of like anti man a little bit.
1: But not like, necessarily anti-man. I, it just opens people's eyes up to the world of patriarchy and toxic masculinity, and says this is how destructive it can be, and it has yeah, been in the past. Yeah,
0: I agree. It's not. It, yeah. it, it really isn't at all. It's just like yeah, anti-like. It's just I guess like for those yeah, idiots, they yeah, might think it's a- <laughs> anti-shitty people. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like yeah. I don't know. It's also just like a normal kind of like. Uh, storyline
2: with it's
1: it's not that you know. hard to realize that this is basic human rights nothing to do with politics yeah, yeah it's, it's just
0: weird <laughs> it's weird to like get upset about or like take it personal like oh this is stupid it's like don't know it's bitch, not bro yeah. are you seven years old like <laughs> yeah who are the babies are you, okay now? and you just you just missed the whole movie then dude yeah you also. missed the point like, of it
1: you missed the point of the yeah, movie or
0: the idea of any sort of like like competition in the box office or whatever I guess it's like yeah I guess some people are only gonna go see one but like uh, that's fine dummies like uh, you to see both <laughs> and it's like yeah I've uh, like I, we're equally excited for both I think most mm-hmm. people I know are just are equally excited for kind of both and just yeah. like yeah they're just 2 we're we we're just blessed with two good things at once mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: no I, I think this movie is absolutely stellar in the way that it delivers these themes these messages um the speech by we didn't even get to talk about American Ferrera yet and her and her daughter and everything. Yeah. Great characters. I love that dynamic of this uh, mom. I hate. Don't talk to me. Whatever. And then Barbie coming into the real world and and the daughter was like, yeah. you a setback the feminist movement yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. women. You set but unlike yeah that's an it's a little intense of a way to say it but yes that's not entirely untrue and i think that's something that mattel realized and that's why they uh-huh. started making all these other barbies and barbie can be anybody barbie can be right, a right, president right. and uh an astronaut and everything too um or but that's also like america like, ferrara
0: olds talk
1: yeah. that's true sure yeah rude but um <laughs> yeah. but but america ferrara's speech at the end it's so important it's like yes barbie can literally be anything it can yeah. be anyone you don't have to be a president. You don't have to be a model. You don't have to be an astronaut. You can literally be anything, and you, you're okay. That's this is what a yeah, woman is, fine. and that's fine. Yeah, you know, it's great. So that speech um, that she gave to stereotypical Barbie and all the other Barbies watching, Weird Barbie included, yeah. um, just really, really, really good. Very powerful. I think I read somewhere that she had to do it like thirty or forty times or something to, I guess get the perfect shot get the perfect shot um but it, it it wow huge payoff i think great great moment um and of course yeah, pretty good speaking about the it's end of like the as well the, the the main barbie main ken conversation at the end too when he's like ah i'm defeated and she's like yeah no it's yeah i like you know, when she's you like can, you
0: don't have you're not your girlfriend you're yeah. not your job or whatever you are like,
1: not you are not it's, Barbie's boyfriend. That shouldn't define you. You know,
0: right? Uh, it's we really are not tough boyfriend that she girlfriend. Like him.
1: Sure, he's yeah. all defeated. I, it,
0: <laughs> he's pretty bummed about that. <laughs> I get that one,
1: yeah.
2: bro.
0: But they can still
1: be friends. You know, I mean, bro is yeah. getting friend-zoned really hard um, for a long time. <laughs> yeah, but let's put into perspective here: the the theme of it is like don't let that be the only thing that defines you, right? You're Ken. You can be anything. You're Beach. You know? (laughs) You you can be anything. Um, Don't limit yourself to just being attached to somebody, um, which I I think Uh is also very important. That is an important lesson, yeah. Yeah. Um, There was a big dance number with the Kens as well that um, everybody enjoyed in my theater. Um, this sort yeah. of uh, beach battle that they go to the war over and uh-huh. then um, and then there's this like black t-shirt one that they were doing as well um, <laughs> that was really great I still think even though it was you know shorter the the dance the night sequence is a better more like a bigger production so i just think it, it yeah caught my eye a little bit more but they that can dance was pretty darn funny and very entertaining that um, stuff was hilarious yeah. bro
0: the the what is it like matchbox 20 like song that they're all playing on oh guitar my God. And
2: just, Like
0: four hours later like oh, that was just so funny like those bits those these just like yeah. this is what it means to be a guy mm-hmm. like we're just hilarious they were to me she, and she just killed it, I think. He, yeah. In <laughs> this yeah. movie. Yeah, fantastic. The, the plan of like, oh, I'll start texting in the middle of a song. <laughs> <just>, Who's that?
1: <laughs> and I'm going to go walk over here now. And, uh, yeah.
0: Like, wait, where are you going? I'm playing this song for you. Very funny. Oh, very, man. very funny, bro.
1: Yeah. Um. That's, I think, yeah, what we want to kind of probably wrap up in a second here so um, we can also yeah. talk about Oppenheimer in a, Switch in a over. good Switch amount of time over. for this episode but no I think this movie is fantastic I think so many more people are going to get to see this and really enjoy it I, you know what this is so funny too because as soon as they announced that Greta Gerwig was um, going to be directing this and you know Margot Robbie's and Ryan Gosling there wasn't a uh, oh this is going to bomb I mean you know the, the usual knuckleheads on the internet will say that but it wasn't like another teenage mutant ninja turtles movie i know there's another one coming out but like the michael bay one's yeah. like oh this is going to you know what is this going to do it's not going to do really well or uh,
0: i think no everybody's been so excited
1: yeah just really excited um and and it and it definitely paid off uh, when one people's excitement stayed through the whole time i remember saying at the um the start of the year when we we uh, were looking at dates and say hey uh this movie's gonna come out this time really excited for this one or doing our most anticipated And I said one of these movies has to move
0: yeah
2: yeah
1: I was like I no, they have to move there's no way they're gonna do it on the same weekend but you know what I think I changed my mind the fact that we have these two movies coming out the same day the same weekend is good for good for movies good for the industry um, it's
0: cause they're also two very different movies. Too. Yes. It's and so like, people are going to compare was, them, right? And like, Oh, this one's better. Yeah. You
1: can't, you can't compare these two movies. They're completely yeah. different. Um, and except also, for the atomic bomb that, that is were... set off in Barbie land by Kendam, not just <laughs> right. kidding. Uh, yeah. Besides that part. Um, no, no but it's uh, like yeah. yeah,
0: it's if they were two comedy movies or two dramas or two horrors sure. or whatever, then it's mm-hmm. kind of like all right, maybe someone's stepping on some toes and that's competition. Yeah, this is like yeah, this is like a I don't know, it's um, it's like a and no, you know, no worries, <laughs> you no know, worries. No, I get what you,
1: I get what you're saying. Like, stop comparing them, folks. Like, you can can say, this movie was good, this movie was good, this movie was bad, this movie was good, you know, do whatever you say, but you can't say, like, this one was better than this movie. Maybe it had a bigger impact on you because of certain things. I would say probably Barbie has a bigger impact um, on on people just because of the basic messages that are are into it. There's some... Some pretty yeah. good messages in Oppenheimer that we'll get into here, but I think Barbie has a little
0: bit more a wider range of. It's much of, more everyday, accessible absolutely. kind of like just kind of anybody can put it on and mm-hmm. pull something from it. Oppenheimer's I messages think, are like, just don't uh, blow up the fucking world, okay? Um,
1: yeah. But no, I'm just, yeah, that, yeah, I'm not doing that justice, a, but, but yes, yeah. in, a, in a way, in a sense. Um, uh-huh. But okay, I think that's probably gonna do it for our review of Barbie unless you have anything else to add uh, real quick we'll do a score and then we'll move over to Oppenheimer
0: um, I don't know I just really liked it I, I like want to watch it again just to like know the jokes like there were so many jokes there were that some, i was like there's some pretty good jokes that's hilarious i think that's michael hilarious. Sarah was and i wanted to like the
1: best in terms of jokes and he didn't yeah, have to say anything yeah. he just was like
0: woo or yeah. hey i'm alan yeah, i'm a over couple... here
1: you know just yeah fantastic I'm,
0: yeah i'm ken's buddy all yeah. of his clothes fit me <laughs> <laughs> yeah no so there's, i i saw like yeah. i saw something of him like on a red carpet and then they were like oh you're ken's best friend right and he's like well, I'm not Ken's best friend. I'm Ken's buddy, and all of his clothes fit me. <laughs> and get, that's, it, get, get it right. Get it right. Alan's, yeah. It's Alan's. Yeah. I,
1: I do thing. want to see this movie again. I would see this movie again just for that Dance the Night uh, sequence. Yeah. I think that was just yeah. so good that I would see this uh-huh. movie again for that.
0: That's hilarious. Uh, yeah. That, just, that's
1: <laughs> how much of a nerd I am when it comes to like production design and choreography and like it's, sequences that everything yeah, comes it, together so well.
2: Yeah. I dance just, numbers. <laughs>
1: Like that one specific because I'm not a huge musical guy, but this, yeah, that sequence in this sort of movie with this context and the content that we're absorbing is fantastic. Um, it's perfect. And, and, yeah, it's yeah. just so bubbly and silly and like yeah. fun and like so good, so good. Um, I, yeah. I, I probably, I probably will see this movie again. Um, but uh, anyway, let's let's end with some scores. What would you give this? Uh, would you give Barbie out of ten? Out of 10? Ten out of ten from Eric. I'm going. Um, I'm going nine out of ten. I think there are some, some the sillier moments with like the Will Ferrell stuff that I like. Look, Will Ferrell is funny, but that stuff is not really. You don't have that in the movie, and it's not as like. I think it's not going to make a big yeah. impact. I think it's take it out or maybe or just like downsize it. His goofiness of it all and everything and.
0: Yeah, I guess I can definitely get on board with some of the real world batel kind of pushing driving yeah for it's stuff a is a little jokey it's a little plot it's a little kind of like mm-hmm. i don't need we it, need to get this barbie back again?
1: and oh it's gonna it's like skipper did in the i forget where they were saying but like we're gonna have that incident again where skipper yeah. went and tried to kidnap some kids and <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, tried oh. to bring a kid <laughs> try to bring a toddler surfing yeah <laughs> But uh other than that no I think this will be yeah I I really enjoyed it. I uh, I have yet to give a 10 out of 10 on any movie that we reviewed. But That's um, interesting. i
0: give them out like I give yeah. them out like uh nilly I think I think I don't I don't know. I don't even know what my standard for, uh, I I probably I, know what my standard I guess for 10, my, out of 10 is but at this point I, I'm not trying I I try not to base my number mm-hmm. off of other things. I try to base my number off of Hey do of I like it? If this yeah did do I wish this did anything different? And for me, not really in this one.
1: Nice. So some pretty high scores here from uh <laughs> from Eric and myself. So yeah. go and watch Barbie. It is now time to review Oppenheimer.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much for that. That's like explosion stuff. So. I'm going to grab water really quick. This is going to be an edit. This is... I had a whole extra water bottle right next to my desk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay,
1: and I'm ready. We, we both doing three?
0: Yeah. Three, two, one.
1: Yeah. Nice bomb Oppenheimer. Sound effects. Thanks. Uh,
2: very
0: <laughs> I loved the just rumbles like a lot. A lot of that rumbles were happening. The a lot of rumbles. Just cool. Yeah. And that's IMAX. That know? is IMAX. I
1: will rumb- say and my friend Jason yeah. had the same sort of thought, maybe a little too rumbly, or the thing it's just the sound system of the auditorium we were in, where it's like, Hey, can't really hear what they're saying. Uh, it's a little too oh. like you know. But I see minor stuff um I, that's why i do want to see this movie again uh with subtitles yeah not only because one i think uh. this movie is great um but two it would be nice to sort of get an idea of uh some characters and, and whatnot yeah but,
0: i think a big yeah. takeaway for me almost similarly is i want to like understand just like five percent more about the history <laughs> of this stuff yeah and because like yeah you know it's it's non-linear storytelling and it's not being very fit it's not like being fed to you you know what i mean mm, it's mm. like you are kind of and you don't need it yeah and that, well i, I mean that's you do cool. have to
1: have a phd in uh physics to understand this movie so if you don't then right that's probably why yeah. they lost to barbie in terms of box office over this weekend <laughs> that probably but, did it yeah, yeah that prerequisite but
0: yeah but like, yeah, I guess that's cool of Chris Nolan to like, not baby you and kind of. It's mm-hmm. like he kind of explains enough. He does that it. He does. It becomes does. a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Or to like, kind of to uh, to see what's actually happening and to to move along with it. Absolutely.
1: Um, I want to talk about like pace yeah. and, and stuff like this in a little bit. Um, but like, yeah, as you yeah. said, Christopher Nolan directed this movie. His latest film, mm-hmm. uh, last one was Tenet. Now we're into Oppenheimer, another like I said, woof, 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 kind of movie. Yeah. Um. Though I feel like this, uh, uh score. <laughs> yeah. This
0: score. This, the inception the, this, was Yeah.
1: <laughs> sound effects. Stuff, a little bit less intense than The Tenet. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, Christopher Nolan. He's back. Um. It was also written by him. Uh. Kai Bird also wrote this. Martin Sherwin also wrote this. Uh. Reading credit. Starring: Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt uh robert downey jr um matt damon as well um and i just want to go over a few others um, that were in this movie because the big cast huge cast um yeah alden ehrenreich if you remember han solo himself or you know young han solo himself Ah, yeah
0: yeah 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 yeah. he's the one who's hanging out with he's also in he's
1: also in um yeah he's hanging out with robert downey jr he's also in um Hell, Caesar, and you know that that line. Yeah, with yeah, Ray yeah, finds yeah, that yeah, yeah. great scene. Um, Jason Clark is in this. I don't know if you remember, but Jason Clark was big like a few years Jason ago. Clark. Maybe like eight to ten years ago, actually. Um, he was like he was in Terminator. He was uh, Planet of the Apes uh, as well. Just
0: he he was pretty massive.
1: Uh, he was in uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Um, he's like the prosecutor Let me see guy. What this is. Yeah, what did, name did you say? Th- Jason Clark. Jason Clark. Clark. Yeah, with an E at the end of Clark. Um, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 he, was, yeah. he was pretty big. And he's kind of
0: uh, been MIA for a little bit. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you know. Uh, there are so br- many familiar looking... Okay, David Crumholtz is another one. He was uh, Isidore Isaac Rabbi, I guess. And I was like, that guy looks so familiar. I feel like he just... Was he just was a, a little heavier looking in this movie than oh, I've okay. seen him before. And I was having a tough time like picturing what he looked like uh, outside of this movie. Mm. Um Olivia Thurlby, she was she's credited as actress for she's credited as actress for some reason, but oh, she weird. was um weird. She was in Juno too. She was Juno oh, friend. Oh okay. Dang, it's been so long since I've seen that movie. I she, didn't was even recognized. Well, she was the female scientist. Yeah, I was like, she seemed familiar and I couldn't really place it. Yeah, she did look familiar. Yeah, yeah
1: definitely. Uh, Kenneth Branagh is in this movie. Like... Florence Pugh is in this movie yeah. as well. Um, yeah, she is. <laughs>
0: oh <my> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he says that, he has a coughing fit. <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is probably the reason why, not just her nudity, but silly and or, so stupid. Killian Murphy, uh, um, n- their, their nudity is probably the reason why this movie is rated R. Um, not a lot of like yeah. bad language you know, in this movie, uh, yeah, for the really. most part. Yeah, Some adult, it more adult, just, adult <laughs> teams, it's, <laughs> yeah it's smoking, nudity. it's drinking, it's sex. Uh, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> that makes it an R-rated That's film. That's so funny. It's but, so funny. Uh, yeah, every scene she's in, she's just sitting there naked. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the character, though.
1: It's definitely the character, the person, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, cast, budget, estimated hundred and eighty million, so eighty million more uh, than Barbie. Wow. So far, has made one hundred eighty-five million worldwide. So it's made its in quote made its money back so far in the first weekend. But keep in mind, this is a rated R movie, right? PG thirteen was um, was uh, Barbie, so it's going to be a little bit more open. Uh, but also. Look, Oppenheimer, Barbie. It's one is going to reach a wider audience. Obviously, that's going to be Barbie yeah. and Oppenheimer, but also, yeah. also Oppenheimer is a Christopher Nolan movie. It's a name that right. everybody knows. They'll go and see it as well too. So yeah, it's gonna it's gonna do gonna do fine. well in the end. Yeah, it's doing like, great. Yeah, it's doing great. I mean, in the first better, weekend, right? has already matched its budget. or uh, uh, About match that budget, you know. So yeah, right. fin- fantastic. Um, this movie, if you didn't know. Uh, follows the life of Dr. J. Robert Oppenheimer, a theoretical physicist who is known as the father of the atomic bomb, bringing bringing theoretical physics to the United States as well, Uh, another accomplishment of his. Um, It shows his early years in the sciences, which led him to the development of the atomic bomb. It also details his troubled personal life and the effects it had on his work and mind. Now, just right off the bat, with that little description that I wrote down, this movie is really not... Like, it's not solely about the atomic bomb, which has been so heavily marketed, right? The fire yeah. in the posters and uh, little clips of that. You know, even throughout the movie, there's, like, little snippets of the of the ensuing flames that are going to be coming up. But this is really about Oppenheimer's life. It's about, like, I would say atomic bomb stuff is, like, what, middle of the movie? And there's a whole another act after that, which I think is probably yeah. the best of the movie, is the third act. But, um... Yeah, I, I don't know. I really like this movie. It was a when it cuts to black and then it says Oppenheimer. You're like, wow. I just yeah. watched. Like I can't even. What? What? Uh, what oh my gosh!
0: Wow. Yeah. Just yeah. A, just kind of wow. like, damn, that was good. Yeah. Like, really it took, good. It it's it. It was the kind of thing where it takes a while to be able to talk about it. Like it takes yeah. like maybe 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, me and my friend can...
1: Jason were sitting there and we we're just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like huh. it was just a just a, a moment where you just have to go like, what the hell did I just watch in a good way? You know? Yeah. Like um, you and I saw Pearl and I felt the same way, but in, in sort of a different context or at the end of Pearl, right, right, you're just right. like, holy moly, that is insane. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, you're just like, I just watched something that has sort of, really moved me and i kind of felt the same way about barbie as well but um you know like i said different movies gonna move you in different ways
0: it it um i could have watched it for like two more hours
1: you could have watched it for two more hours yeah yeah i would say the same this is a three hour movie (laughs) but it does not feel like it I no, absolutely like, love the pacing of this film.
0: Like so good. Yeah, like two hours in, I was checking the time to like just make sure there was a decent amount left. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't even like, check
1: the clock. I was so into yeah. it. I was like, um, I don't know what hour we're in right now. I don't care. Yeah. This yeah. this is awesome. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it all has to do with the pacing. I think Christopher Nolan has long movies. We all know this. But his pacing has yeah. always been fantastic, and he nails it in this one. Always moving. Dialogue is fast. The score is also, uh, you know, it is, it's assisting this quicker pace. Um, Ludwig Göransson as well does the, the score, and I've been listening to it um, over yeah. the last uh, week. Oh, this last week, and, and what? Really good. Just really, really Point strong Van stuff. Hoytema, cinematographer. Cinematographer as well. Classic Christopher Nolan cinematographer. Just Dude. Really, yeah. really 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 great i mean look everybody thinks that last shot of oppenheimer is a simple shot sure maybe it is but the weight behind it because of all the shots previously and because of the way that the story goes mm-hmm. nails it nails it what was the last shot just oppenheimer's like face he's like looking a little bit lower than the like then right at the camera yeah, it's, yeah, yeah you can actually see it like if you just search like oppenheimer pictures or whatever that mm. that him with his like hat on and everything is oh yeah, yeah like yeah. right after he's you you hear what he says to einstein um that is like right. the shot that <laughs> right, ends right, it right, right. it kind of does a uh slow punch in and then the, the music goes yeah. really strong There's this is crescendo and it yeah, just cuts yeah, off yeah 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 and then it has the Oppenheimer uh-huh. theme but um no yeah just absolutely incredible pace um this really helped the story move at a quick pace it all you know although there are a lot of characters a lot of names to remember it wasn't overwhelming or overly confusing i think like i said with the sound system in my theater i think with you know the um subtitles might have helped with some of these names you just kind of like hey wait who was that again i didn't hear that guy's name yeah Go back to that. some of the
0: names it took me the whole movie to learn the names mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. the chevalier guy they're talking yeah, about yeah. him the whole time and yeah. then it took me <laughs> the, chevalier the whole incident. movie to be like oh yeah that was that guy <laughs> yeah like yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah like his it's, best friend or whatever you know his that took in his kids and stuff.
0: It's really but, interesting, yeah. like the politics of like what's happening here, like the pre mm-hmm. pre well, the, World War II kind of. This is a political like, take drama. On communism. As, oh yeah, my gosh! This yeah. is a war film. It's a political and, drama. It's not an
1: action movie, people. Yes, they do no. blow up a bomb. Uh, just you know, that does happen. It's not like, oh, yeah. it's the end of the movie. They're gonna blow it up, and then cuts to block. Uh, that would have right. been a crazy ending. I wasn't sure, that.
0: but I wasn't <laughs> sure though. Yeah, if it was gonna be like, okay, I expected there'd be a test. Yeah, the test would be pretty big, and then I assumed well, the, that Yeah, like, that was the big, the yeah. bo- like a bombing would would occur. Oh, I see what you're saying. That does happen off screen. Um,
1: that does happen off screen. The yeah. test though, the boop, big, boop, the big boop. test. But
0: yeah, yeah, in case you Just don't know, we're like two out. In we're like two hours know. into podcasting now, so I, th- I think I'm just, they're just flying. They're, they're going to yeah. fly the, uh, the spoilers.
1: Well, this uh, movie, and, you know, oh, right. historical yeah, context also, as yes. well. This, I always forget when we're doing historical Spoil- things. Spoiler alert: He does. He does. He and his team do create an atomic bomb. Uh, just yeah. let just let you know, but there was yeah, a lot of things in this movie alert. that I did not know. But I guess you don't, yeah, you don't know
0: that they're not going to show it. Yeah, I, mean, I think too. we can like, save
1: some of the like ending stuff, spoiler stuff, you know, for yeah, for, yeah, for later, yeah. um, which we'll, we'll kind
0: of get to. We'll, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep pretty chronological. Yeah. I'm sure. But it also the movie's also all over the place. Yeah, timeline wise.
1: I think though that was really like it was utilized well. Christopher Nolan, yeah,
0: the edit it, he edits it great. Like he's, it, he's, it yeah. flows really well.
1: He, he's known for bending time right, in his films, Tenet, Interstellar, Dunkirk, which I think this movie feels more like the latter, feels more like Dunkirk. Um, it doesn't really have, like, chapters in a way, like like Dunkirk does, you know, like, what is it, I forget what the little subtitles are, like, morning of whatever, whatever. Um, yeah. But, uh, and you kind of, like, piece it all together. This one, it's more going, you know, back in time to certain things, certain events or whatever. Or, hey, let's go back in time, but also go back to this scene here, so it's concurrent, so you get some context, right? So, as nothing to do with time travel. However, the audience, us, we, we travel through time in order to gain this context. So really yeah. cool way that he's able to utilize that. And that was one of the things I was really interested in after seeing movies like Dunkirk and uh, Interstellar and, and of course, uh, Inception. Is like, how is he going to utilize time in this movie? Is there going to be like the bomb right. is going off and then he reverses it? And this is like, what is going to yeah, go... Like, I knew it wasn't going to be the fantasy. The bomb is
0: going off for half the movie. It's yeah, something that like that. Should, like, skips timelines or something. The bomb
1: yeah. kind of does go off the whole movie, right? Like, there's so many moments yeah. where it's a quick, like... Whoop, like flame yeah. ball or no, whatever. No, I like that though. Yeah. The
0: Rumble's everyone's like, Oh yeah, I liked it.
1: That's when you you know you got like the really ideas cool. going. The ideas are rolling and then uh like the whole idea of setting that whole atmosphere on fire and you can kind of like see that. They like, they have this image of it and yeah. it's like okay, so we could just kill the whole world then, I guess. It's possible.
0: That stuff it's it's really crazy where that's you know, the true story parts of yeah. this where it's like, that could have gone, uh, that could have gone all sorts of different ways. We could ways, also not like, be here right now.
2: <laughs> yeah. This is
0: like very like heavy, intense stuff, like world right. ending stuff, mm-hmm. end of the world, life and death kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, this, this is just a person. And we're just not out like of that brain. yet. We're not out of that and yet. And they're also, <laughs> no, we're not. But it's also, it's just interesting to see like the way, and again, like, you know it makes it pretty cool that like you know oppenheimer like fucks in this film that makes it like you know easy to watch you yeah know, like oh, that guy's sick but like you know I, I like i'd like to think there's some accuracy to this like um i don't know flawed nature of this person mm. he's a it is like endearing and makes him kind of he's definitely flawed he's, he's definitely like, He's flawed. not yeah. just like uh, you know, not just like a science nerd. Like mm-hmm. it seems like he has like a personal life, and mm-hmm. you know, like things that just you know, he just seems like a normal person too. Which is just like whoa. And then he's also just had knows about the way <laughs> atoms work. Like <laughs> he's a okay. physicist. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, of course. But crazy.
1: Yeah, I think um, the scenes that are about reflection. Or memories are placed in in current, like in these current day, in quotes, current day scenes, but it doesn't feel like messy or confusing. There's some like yeah. direct back and forth, but he kind of the way Nolan like crafts his stories and 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 his sequences that's all contained within a specific context. Like we're gonna go back and forth between these two scenes because you need context for what's going on right yeah. now. Um, or we're going to cut away. Yeah. And somehow to...
0: something that happened 20 years ago and yeah. is informed by the current conversation yes. or vice versa. Yes. And, and so it makes sense to be like, Oh no, you have to tell the story in this way you mm-hmm. had. Well now you actually, now that this guy's coming up in 19, you know, 39, he blah, blah, blah. Like, yep. And just... somehow it works to just to that. No, it works really you're well. You're able to follow enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Despite you know this this happening mm-hmm. this way, but yeah, like I said, I I would like to like I I want to watch like a little documentary and then Oppenheimer see this documentary and just to yeah. have a little yeah you know, yeah definitely background.
1: even even one of, like the Manhattan Project would give it a little bit more context I would say just, yeah just to get definitely. some general info down um, timeline and things yeah yeah that like, too when you. he's
0: when he's in court here even is that like 50s <laughs> 60s like I don't know like how like, I don't know, like, the, the time span of sc- what's on screen here. Mm, you know I see what, what you're
1: mean? saying, yeah. I think um, another way that he kind of creates these little bubbles so that you just, you know, aren't getting super confused. Like, so the use of black and white in this movie helps to establish a main yeah. sequence in its own time while also allowing it to give context for current events. Right? So it cuts yeah. away to that and then it'll go back to what we're actually seeing um, in the moment uh, because it creates creates that context for you. So that was really, really strong. Um, yeah, it's a
0: little marker of kind of like, okay, that's this, okay, mm-hmm. that's this kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like supposed absolutely. to be, the black and white stuff is supposed to be like the more kind of objective parts of the story mm-hmm. that we know to be true and right. the color stuff is a little bit more subjective and kind of personal, kind of maybe inferring or maybe just kind of less public less public mm-hmm. stuff no, that uh, yeah televised I think, yeah. or whatever yeah yeah absolutely is the story
1: yeah i think again i want to talk about performances they were just outstanding this is killian murphy's best performance i think he yeah. brings oppenheimer's obsession calm anxiety yeah all these little elements uh to this performance here so he did a really good job. V yeah, Nuanced. Very yeah.
0: nuanced performance. Everybody's yeah, everybody's doing great, bro. Mm-hmm.
2: How, How
0: tall do you think um Josh what's his name? The actor. <laughs> it, From Drake and Josh the, is what you're saying. Josh Well yeah, Josh Peck is also in this film. Um the he, he no, just which one is so funny to me whenever I see him in anything. I don't know By the way, just, I think he
1: played Richard Feynman. Uh, let me wait. Hang on. Let me double check. I, I, he might have played Richard Feynman or no. Did he not play Feynman? He played who's this, that? Richard Feynman's another one yeah. of the like main
0: physicists. Um, looks like oh, he maybe played he didn't Kenneth Bain.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, no, Bain. I know that Feynman's in it, but I was like, oh, was it him? No, wasn't, huh? But anyway, you're saying Jeff something or no, um, Josh something, Josh,
0: Josh Hartnett, Ernest Lawrence. Oh the other professor who's like And he doesn't want him being political at all and Yeah yeah stuff. yeah I was just like for some reason that dude just To me looked so tall Like I just kept yeah. thinking Every time he was on screen I'm like How tall is like, this dude? Are
1: experimental physicists really tall? Compared to theoretical yeah. physicists? Yeah I, like,
0: don't know. <laughs> I I don't know I'm seeing I guess I also assume Cillian Murphy Is just tall Um Killian. But maybe that's not even tr- Killian is where we land. All right, that's 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 actually Killian his name. Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. Oh, he's 5'7". Oh yeah, he's not very tall. And three quarters. Never mind. <laughs> but I'm anyway, like, this other dude.
1: I, yeah, I can kind of get your point on that. Um, I just thought I, I liked his character all these too, though. To
0: me, look tall. So then that one dude looked extra tall to me. I hey, like that I character a, a lot. I, I, I like the character yeah that that was also part of that like interesting like wow the, pol- the political stuff is just like also just stuff I don't even know like mm-hmm. y- you know about like where communism is it's meaning something different for a lot of these people at first and then in, and in, stuff, in different and, like, sort of like,
1: decades it also means different things and it, it's like oh well yeah. are you communist communists? are you Soviet communists? like and sure like yeah it's just like religion there's so many different like ways to interpret things um, right. but I think there's like an overall, you know, umbrella where you can kind of point to your beliefs being like this or that. But like, oh my god, the whole movie, I'm like, he never once committed to the Communist Party. Like, what is your guy's problem? no <laughs> like, yeah,
0: they're just like jamming him up. Like, <laughs> yeah, like oh he's my so gosh, upset that he had to do this anyway. <laughs> yeah, get and his then they're just like, again. they're just uh, why would you do this? Yeah. Why are you doing? this? Why, why did you act this way? And, and it's everyone like, was such a snake to him. too. and everything, everything afterward. is like.
1: Well, um, you what they're trying to say is, well, you don't love America. And I'm like, oh, my God. That's such an American thing. Even Truman. You know, Gary Oldman also in this movie playing Truman. He's like, get get this pansy out of here. Crybaby out of here. Get this (laughs) crybaby out of here. I love
0: that. Yeah. Because he's just being so sensitive and brooding about it. And he's like, this isn't about you. Yeah. Like, (laughs) this is me. I'm the guy. I'm (laughs) the one
1: with the problem going forward with the H-bomb program, you know, yeah. because of what we've done. So here's the thing too, I wanted to talk about. Um, and this, you know, sort of relates to Killian Murphy's performance, which just overall is really, really strong. But he knows the consequences that are gonna yeah. come from doing this. But he, you know, throughout the movie yeah. says, but we have to do it. The consequences are here, but we have to do it. And we can't let the Nazis have a bomb before us, and Heisenberg's off doing his own thing and and helping the Germans. Right. So we need to do something.
0: It's crazy. At some point, like these people are all just like bros. Like before the <laughs> war starts, yeah, they're just other scientists. Who that just everybody know knows science and stuff. Which is why and he's it just, like. It also makes sense. The because, Germans yeah, have an eighteen month Have
1: like head start, you know, yeah. instead of a twelve month. Because I know these guys. They're smart. They're top yeah. science. They're top men. So yeah, they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna take care of the job, you know, in Germany. So we need to act fast. We need to get the best scientists. Um, that was a great sequence too. I love the recruiting scientists uh, sequence yeah. with um, with Matt Damon. Um, but no, it's just he knows the sort of maybe not the like the full magnitude of what's to come, but he knows the consequences. But it's really after the bombs are dropped that he uh sees these things and oh that that scene in like that i guess like a gymnasium um where he's like stepping in people's like ashed bodies and everything and oh, he's yeah, getting overwhelmed yeah, 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 yeah. and you can like he can you know he can hear his heartbeat kind of a thing. like it, it's such a because good faces are burning yeah and that and so. there's some fantastic cinematography in that as well but just the way that they frame his face around these things and you know the, yeah. the darkness kind of comes around his head and the way that they use the foot stomps as sort of a countdown sound throughout the movie as well and then we realize, oh it's foot stomps because they're cheering for him yay we did it USA you know you were right Uh you were right those people such a crazy
0: time of like just like stoked patriotism like (laughs) yeah it'd be interesting if this were happening now like
1: well I get it too because the secrecy could happen
0: if it's like (laughs) but yeah like yeah I feel like it just probably wouldn't not that this was like a supported movement, it was a secret, I guess. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would it be so? Would it be as as even as supported? I don't know. No, probably, I, I have no not. clue. Oh,
1: I mean, it's not going to be public knowledge anyway. Even if they are coming with some super right. high tech, yeah. whatever, right? We, we don't. They're not going to know. I want to sure talk about some of, the, like this happening, yeah. some of the some of other performances too, as well. I think this is probably Matt Damon's best performance in a while. I think. Matt Damon's good. I don't think he's great. He has no. Like look look okay, Goodwill Hunting is fantastic in. But there are other movies that he's in where he's just a little loud in a way, or he's a little too big where he shouldn't be. Uh, he's a lot more composed yeah. and subtle in this movie. He has a couple of explosive moments, but I think he did a really good job at that too. So yeah, he's they not seem to fit. Because a lot of the movies that Matt Damon in, you're like, oh, it's Matt he's he's playing Matt Damon. Like it's it's Matt Damon. Or this one. Yeah, it's very clearly him yeah. with a mustache, but he but yeah. he does a good job of... Or of it's kind of, very clearly him with like a fake nose on. Yeah, yeah, like in Oceans. Um, but he does a good job of sort of staying within the content uh, and the, the sort of, I guess, ground rules maybe of, of this movie and what Christopher Nolan has kind of set for these characters, but...
0: Yeah, it feels gra- Everybody's performances feel very grounded. It mm-hmm. feels like everybody's on the same page, yeah. kind of like toward a common goal. Yeah, for sure. I
1: think um, Emily Blunt, even though she doesn't have a lot of uh dialogue, her presence, her facial expressions, um, like at the end where she was. Bro, like, when Rrr. she's in like the courtroom too the
0: whole time, like yeah.
1: oh man, you can
0: tell even even before in the movie that she has to be pissed off at him, even mm-hmm. when they're still working constantly, like pissed off. Story wise or whatever, <laughs> yeah. The scene every time all this all the shots of her in the courtroom, you're like, oh, this is gonna go bad. Oh boy,
1: <laughs> yeah um no she's she's great i think she has a lot of intensity as well and i think she has one really good sequence of dialogue um towards the you know in the the third act which i think really helps the third act be incredible um the third act of this movie i think is the best this is post bomb going off as well post test Uh post big explosion there are some excellent things and this is where we get down to like this is the modern time stuff we're doing the we're doing the um like senate hearing to nominate um robert downey jr's uh character and at the same time um you know uh dr oppenheimer is doing his his uh proceedings of uh Hey, can we give you security clearance again? Um, right. So like this back and forth and trying to figure out, like, who's trying to screw us right now? What's that guy that wrote that file to the FBI, to Eisenhower about you not right. being a patriot and and having all these kind of objections and everything? Like but it's so funny, too, that this is how stubborn people are. but like, well, well you were all for atomic bomb why then would you say no to the h-bomb like what you're not american if you don't want h-bomb i'm like okay yeah, yeah, l- yeah. chill out jason clark you are nuts right now just just is also hang crazy back now
0: like to to take to take in the context yeah neither of these are really like trials but they feel no, they're like not. they are yes yes like it they feels feel like, like they are and in fact
1: the defending lawyer um was name? like gideon or something um yeah what was it hang on i'm gonna find it it is uh i just had it like a second ago bro garrison started yesterday garrison was a was the defense right defense uh lloyd garrison um the yeah the attorney for um Oppenheimer he's like well Why can't we see all these things why is the Prosecutor getting to see this before he's like This is not a court we just there's, there's no There's no like yeah. but like at the end There's a there's a dissent and there's a Like uh, opinions right. and It's like why why what well, this is Insane this is a court proceeding yeah, then, still but being it's being In like a little cro- conference room Examined yeah. and whatever yeah exactly He's basically in cross-examined and Although there's witnesses yeah. and all this kind of stuff too right um, Yeah but anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. So Emily Emily Blunt's that last sequence, that s- kind of speech that she gives to just like Jason Clark, you better back the fuck off right
0: now, man. Like I'm, gonna, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like i You better shut up. Um, that was really, really that strong. was really good actually. Because mm-hmm. yeah, the whole time, I guess toward the end when she's just like stick up for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Why Why you keep like, feeling sorry for yourself? All. Yeah. You need to fight yeah. this. You need you to fight shook this. his hand
1: yeah, yeah oh my like, god after he was like no I don't think he should get security clearance uh
0: yeah also but, I yeah uh, you know that's I'm Benny
1: sure that's self- Benny Safty right wasn't that Benny Safty? Benny Safty, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Jeez, he's being so mean," but <laughs> with the accent, so the, yeah, with yeah, the it's accent. It's just so man, weird yeah. that
0: how much they're like all like, yeah, homies and working together. <laughs> and then I guess I just, yeah, I don't no, but, really. But understand Benny Safty walks out, turned
1: on him, and he's like, way. "I will not work with that man." <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then, Oppenheimer's like, "Hey, like you know, just it'll just be you and me. You know, work on your things." Yeah. Report to me, like, what, like, like, two hours a week or whatever they agreed on? Yeah. We'll, we'll go over it, like, like oh, like okay, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, damn. Uh, this is a cutthroat
0: league, man. Yeah, that dude's fiery,
2: bro. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I think uh, Robert Downey Jr. as well was, was really good. Uh, he shows anger uh, and passion, obsession, vindictiveness, uh, and even fragility in, in some of these key moments. Um, yeah. This is some incredible acting. By him, I think we we've seen him in, you know, roles outside of Iron Man where he was really good. But we've seen him as Iron Man for so many years now. And yeah, he was great. He was great as as Iron Man. Let's not you know let's yeah, not. Yeah, he can about handle that.
0: this sort of thing. He can do he can mm-hmm. do whatever he wants.
1: Yeah. Too bad this wasn't his first movie outside the MCU, and too bad it was like Doolittle or whatever it was that just really. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like yeah, like we've seen him in, like Sherlock Holmes movies, and he's been really good in that. It was when it comes to like ego and stuff and this sort of weird obsession, it's kind of like an Iron Man type of character, but in a different yeah. context. But um, no, he was really, really, really good in this. He showed a lot of passion, I think, behind his performance. Um, I even watched a um, was it like a Wired or whatever? Where it was they fill in the they fill in the Web's most search questions kind of thing, like the answer oh, to those yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Christopher Nolan. Um, just popped up on my YouTube feed. I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to watch this. This sounds interesting. i um, talking about Oppenheimer, obviously, talking about Robert Downey Jr.'s previous work and kind of going back and forth. But it's funny when somebody asked, like, what is um, Christopher Nolan's best film? And Robert Downey is like, it's, it's this movie. It's Oppenheimer. It is the culmination of everything that he's learned and he's put into... Of course, he's going to say that. It's yeah. this movie and everything. But he's kind of right, like, in terms I of agree. how the way he... This he,
0: this is this is probably my favorite one of his movies.
1: I was just, I was gonna ask you later on. Is yeah. this number one, Today. Chris Nolan? Today it is. Today, Today it, it is. is. Yeah. This is definitely <laughs> up there. It's probably it, it's it's top three right now. So I love Inception. Yeah. I love The Dark Knight. Um and yeah. I love Oppenheimer so yeah
0: Dark Knight's and perfect. there's
1: and there's some other ones that are mixed in there too like I think Interstellar is yeah. good I think like Batman Begins is really good I think Dark Knight Rises doesn't get enough credit for how good it actually is I think it is a, yep. a, a really good movie I actually like Tenet on the like second and third watch so it's not as definitely not as I high like as, as yeah. an Oppenheimer and, I, it and, doesn't need
0: to be my favorite but yeah yeah I think this one probably has like the most he's just um, to, like, he's just pretty
1: good most. I think he's actually like really good at his job. So, he's just a good
0: director. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he so makes he some pretty darn well. good
1: movies, actually. Actually, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, it, just kind yeah. of
0: like, yeah, it's like his most current work is probably gonna always be like his technical best, yeah.
1: Which not a lot of people agree with in terms of tenant, like that's low on a lot of people's list. I think it's just, it got a little, maybe he went a little too far in terms of trying to confuse people, where you're just like, all right, bro, like, bro, you gotta give me yeah. like a couple of seconds here, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. give, me, give me a cookie, like.
0: I'm Jesus. sure you I'm sure you know I'm sure you know this stuff. So I'm perhaps sure you know he's this.
1: reeled it in for this movie as yeah. well.
0: Well, I guess this is kind of the opposite of that movie and the way that it's just so grounded and there's mm-hmm. like no CGI, he says no in the whole movie. No
1: CGI.
0: And so what does that mean? They they just they set off Made a, real explosions. Yeah,
1: they said this is so this is now the record explosion for like like an on-screen explosion. I think okay. previous record was Spectre when they blew up that like factory thing where he was getting tortured, like getting yeah. drilled into the neck or whatever it was. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, now I believe it is Oppenheimer biggest explosion on wow. on, on film. So yeah, really That's dangerous. Uh, yes very very much I can't wait to see the uh, documentary on this movie and uh, like I know the, the ethics the of BTS, doing yeah. this yeah yeah the behind the scenes stuff like oh yeah so for explosion day we were we were all very nervous like you couldn't yeah. be you couldn't be far away enough from it like you you had to be sued so <laughs> yeah, yeah. far but it, it <laughs> the wasn't safe people you know? saying these things <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was it was the most important thing we've ever done in movies uh-huh. is what they're gonna say right <laughs> which is probably true i mean it might that's be
0: the biggest, moment in, it's it's the biggest one... moment in filmmaking history it's the biggest moment in filmmaking history
1: it's sort of like the airplane thing from tenet right like how they had to nail that like look, you guys got like one plane so yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna get another plane <laughs> This is yeah. one. You get one I bomb think it's probably. exciting that he, <laughs>
0: that he challenges himself and yeah, in that definitely. Way.
1: And so, actually, in that Wired interview too, since you brought up the no CGI, um, yeah. he kind of explains why he does it this way. He wants that rawness. He wants that visceral sort of feeling from his work. Um, you can always have right. CGI touch up certain things, right? And look, obviously, like Dark Knight movies had had it in there, but he's not overly relying on it. And I don't think studios would push that narrative on him either saying like hey just do it for the cheap and do it this way because no, no, no. well no he's christopher nolan and he's proved uh many times there's no
0: point in him doing it cheap in another no. way yeah it's no no kind no, of no. like nah it's his job to just to just go
1: for it yeah so i appreciate that definitely i think we can feel that yeah. that realness in the in the movie um this movie like i mentioned before it is more than just about the atomic bomb which like i said it's been on the posters it's been on the trailers um it's been such a prominent figure um but that's only a portion of the film it's it's really about his moral qualms with you know the bombs and and his, his sort of love life and um all, like all these things his ego his ambition um that's it's like why, a spider-man
0: kind of thing yeah yeah
1: that's why there is so much more to this movie after the bomb goes off And that's like,
0: oh woohoo, the test
1: is great and that's a huge relief for everybody sitting in the audience. It's like now
0: he has to like deal with it.
1: Yeah. And well then yeah, then they do the bombing on Hiroshima and and then later Nagasaki and then then it's these are where the moral qualms come in and he's just like, I have to, you know, accept what I've created here and I've given, you know, the world these weapons the uh, you know, the right to kill kill themselves, basically um yeah yeah hey einstein's in this movie is too uh which is which is nice yeah, yeah just, a decent amount yeah
0: i like a couple, of, the, couple the, of, like it couple seemed of good like moments. it was they were gonna just like like gonna like tease him like he was just gonna Real be there quick. for a second he's in at least like
1: four thing. scenes i would say
0: yeah <laughs> or yeah, maybe like three all, yeah, scenes
1: but or maybe it, technically like two but it's kind of like they go back to get context and, from what yeah, he said and, the future style yeah yeah um no, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, just getting back to like the third, the third act. I think just kind of want to wrap up um, before we get into like revealing too much about it. But yeah, it it really was my favorite part in an already outstanding movie. But it's such a powerful moment, like, like at the end, like seeing what looked like all these nuclear bombs like, appear to be getting like missiles, appear to be getting launched, and the mm. world being eng- engulfed in flames. That was so yeah. good and that really yeah. that's one of the things because that's really like at the end of the movie like last shot or so you're just like yeah. credits rolling like man damn it. That's kind of depressing also but like that's yeah, a good Yeah we kind of just message. have these around. Huh? That's not good. Um, and have yeah. we not learned our lesson from the Cold War as well you know where we're doing missile right. drills uh, and bombing and stuff like that in, in, in school. Uh-huh. right? Um, oh, not we as in myself but our, our, our parents <sighs> okay. and whatnot. yeah, yeah okay. um now now we parents, just get to do oh, not not even you and me because we're out of school now but now we get to do uh, active shooter drills which is yeah, yeah that's a whole other thing
0: every generation has their thing right yeah
1: another drill that they have to do do you remember yeah, the lockdown drills, drills and like they would they would like whoever came around would like pound on your door like the classroom door and they're like yeah hey, who's in there and like teachers like everyone.
0: They didn't they didn't like act really for my, <laughs> my school, but they would like they would shake the door. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody be quiet.
1: Be quiet. Don't don't say anything. Yeah. Shh, shh. Hey, hey, right. quiet. You know? Lights off. Yeah. Creepy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Weird.
1: We had actually a um like the teacher had to roll out the TV and on the, the cart as well. And it was just the principal going, This is a lockdown. Please remain indoors. And like, well, that's making noise. So like they know Kids are in here. If there is a real lockdown, yeah, yeah. I was always very confused, (laughs) but but anyway.
0: So also, and and just to get to keep being hung up on the CGI thing. Okay, yeah. Like, what about like the little kind of like, you know, star kind of graphics, or or like the kind of you know, kind of that's a good point. I don't know comic stuff happening. Those those
1: those images that, that honestly. It could be are real, those, or it could just like, be an animated simulation that they made. It, or yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good yeah, question. Actually, like I just actually. wonder
0: if it, those are animated or not. Like mm-hmm. those kinds of things, or if every bit of fire is yeah, a shot of fire. Mm-hmm. Like
1: that's real can, explode. Yeah, exploding
0: and stuff like. That. Like I believe. I guess I believe it because mm-hmm. that's the thing that I'm being told. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's interesting.
1: Yeah, I think I wonder. Yeah, because remember when Mad Max Fury Road came out, George Miller's like. 97 percent of the movie is real the three percent is like the big sandstorm that comes in and like cgi like cables all, like for stunts you know see yeah. like just getting that out um of the shot like that's that's everything else is super real and like that was pretty impressive but i don't know nolan keeps saying like this movie is no cgi it's 100 percent real so cool whatever but yeah <laughs> um
0: no well, it I all think looks great too it, it, it looks see, fantastic just, yeah so good and like a lot of it too like it's weird where it's it's almost like visually a lot i was like i could like shoot something like this just because it like (laughs) looks like whatever like lenses they're using Mm -hmm. or like film stock or however they're coloring stuff in post like does look it looks like film photography yeah like a lot and yeah well they
1: did shoot it on film so that yeah. makes but sense. But just,
0: like, for some reason, like, the, like, depth of field and stuff, like, there's mm. a lot of, like, shallow depth of field that, sure. like, yeah. just Especially reminds me of, like, bokeh on lenses that, like, I've, you know, I'm also sure they're using thousands of doll-type <laughs> <laughs> lenses, but yeah. it just it looks, for some reason, a bunch of stuff I was kind of like, oh, that, like, looks like the way I would take a portrait in somebody's mm-hmm. yard or whatever, you know, stuff like Yeah, you that. know,
1: just doing Chris Nolan work, basically, is whats is what you've been yeah. doing, so... Yeah. yeah that's
0: kind of what i do <laughs> the black and white stuff all looked really like like you know so like crisp. you can tell like yeah like just a high contrast like punchy like mm-hmm. what was uh mank like i remember that mm-hmm. was like mm-hmm. black and white but that yeah. was like colored after the fact right and it felt like a little kind of like, not, as,
1: not as not as yeah. not as crisp not as clean maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. or yeah. maybe yeah. too clean okay i don't know either way i just (laughs) i love
0: but then there was like definite mistakes too like there was like definitely like parts where like you'd look at focus there was one shot Mm -hmm. where it was like two guys in a car um like when the bomb's about to go off Mm. and then it's like it looks like neither of them are really in focus and then it racks to like be the further guy Mm -hmm. but then really just the first guy is in focus Mm. and then it like racks back and again nobody's in focus and it's okay that's a good pickup. Yeah, there was just a couple things like that where it was also just like... Again, Yo, Hoyt, also what you myself, doing? Just kind of like... Is that what yeah, you're just saying? Like, well, it's okay. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> and that gives me a lot of license. If Hoyt can do it, you know, I get the feeling he needs me to feel from this shot. Yeah. It's okay. Perfect. You, Perfect. You can miss focus by like a couple centimeters and mm-hmm. it's chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I totally and feel that. It's like, it's like paint. It's like you don't look at like, you know, a Picasso painting or something and go, Nah, he didn't look his brush strokes are shitty here. It's like no.
1: He wasn't a no, it's not. GLO number 4 quality producer. Sorry. Yeah. Uh Picasso just mm-hmm. not cutting it for GLO number 4.
0: Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, all right, yeah. I guess it's but like cool. They know what if, they're like, doing. guys Yeah, it's like whatever. It's fine. Like yeah. It's just no, yeah, I, to I, I, I yeah,
1: I totally get it. I totally understand that point. Yeah, um, I think what I enjoyed too of this movie is uh, sort of the like I talk about like ego is such a big theme in, in this movie, and Barbie yeah. as well. But everybody has such a massive ego, including Oppenheimer, where he feels like he's yeah. sort of into- untouchable in a way, and that's uh, why I think he's so vulnerable at the end, where he's sitting on the couch yeah. listening to all this witness testimony, and his ha- hand is just in his head. Um, right, or right. his head is in his hand and he's just like oh my gosh i can't believe this right now and the lawyer's looking over him to him he's like well what can you do yeah. man <laughs> like they're kind yeah. of destroying us right now but uh-huh. um yeah during the you know during the uh planning and everything um at, at los alamos he's he's got this massive ego and all these other scientists have their massive egos and when he meets heisenberg he's like yeah i'm heisenberg what's up like you got nothing, yeah. you know. So um, yeah, they all got like young that Michael at this Jordan point. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, of like
0: I'm the kind goat. Of like yeah. I know what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm the best at what I do. Period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm the smartest guy in the world, actually. Yeah. And so he
1: has a lot of that in this very specific scene that they keep cutting back to, which was um, the AEC director, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s character, going in and you know after uh, after the atomic bomb stuff, but talking about H bomb work. And he's like, "No, yeah. we're not doing that. And no, that's not worth investing money into or research into. We're not doing that." And everyone's like, "Well, why not this? And why not that? We're going to vote on it. The AC is going to vote on it. The board's going to. You're supposed to be my advisor, and you're. I think you're doing it wrong. You know. Um, yeah. And and uh, that, that's a really good scene where you can kind of see this." Um, where this sort of frustration starts to build up, this bubbling, uh, I'd, I'd say we're probably spoilers now, but um, between yeah. uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s, uh, his character, sorry, let me just grab his character name real fast, because, yeah. yeah, sorry, <laughs> Louis Strauss, um, okay. and, and Oppenheimer. Strauss, yeah. Yeah, Strauss, Strauss, Strauss. yeah. Straws, <laughs> straws, straws. Straws, yeah. <laughs> it was, well, that's an interesting pronunciation, um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, Louis Strauss, Louis Strauss, um, he and Oppenheimer really going at it, um, and then we see uh, the, I uh, forget the other character's name, but the, the guy that writes up the report to the FBI. Of course, he was fed all that information and, and Oppenheimer's file and all that yeah. kind of stuff by um, Strauss. But um, he he was there too. So you're like, oh, wait, oh, there he is. This is where he gets his sort of idea of trying to write it. And then it is yeah. later revealed that Noah Straws behind the scenes doing all this stuff, right? That meeting that he has with that, that like military dude, Oh, let's widen the shot here Oh, yeah. straws is there actually yeah. and he's like hey you're gonna do this and i'm gonna give you access to all these files and and you're yeah. gonna you're gonna send it to the fbi director which is eisenhower at the time and that's how we can kind of get him out of this get him out of this uh, uh or you know block his clearance again and then the military guy's like here's what we're gonna do you're gonna set him up you're gonna give him like this most uncomfortable um you know like break room Conference room Kind of uh, thing For his hearing And That little room Is yeah. so funny <laughs> It's just yeah. a bunch of tables Like put together And like Not even nicely They're all like Different heights in a way And they're just You know like Yeah How you put like
0: It feels really real though yeah. like, Yes it does yeah. That's the type yeah. of room Where they would do something Really serious and important Like mm-hmm. that And just have No attention the given To seating Comfort Yeah Just kind of weird Like why is it Green in here Yeah Oh, man. But, but um, yeah, so, I mean, a
1: lot of that stuff was behind the scenes, but the main point was you got to get him away from the press because at this point, he's America's golden child, right? He is, like, yeah. in that scene in the gymnasium where they just shout, oh, Oppie, Oppie, Oppie. They're shouting yeah. his name, and he's, he's, a phenom- he's on the cover of Time magazine. You know, you don't want the press there because they see him and the American people see him as this figure of American uh, patriotism uh, this all american kid from new york that that went ahead and took down the axis powers you know um, and so this idea of like giving giving him no press at all keeping him enclosed in this little tiny room was really smart i mean it makes a lot of sense um and i yeah. like the way that they sort of revealed their their plan to to do this whereas stras gets all the press for his hearing to become yeah. a cabinet member, right? Um, yeah. so that was yeah, very, very fascinating. But yeah, that's then, then, interesting. Th- there, there comes in that big speech um by um Freddie Mercury. Um, what's his name?
0: Remy uh, Malik. Yeah,
1: Remy Malik's character. Yeah, yeah. He comes in, like Hill or something is his name. Um uh, and he's like, I'm here Mercury, to tell you. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> um he comes in and he's like, um, so he actually shouldn't be uh, any government. Like he shouldn't be in any government seat, government power. And everyone's like, oh, "What? Oh my uh-huh. gosh! I didn't expect all the senators like, uh, uh, w- dude, what's, a what's bunch going of on? Snakes, like, yeah, you're saying, bro, exactly. Like, they yeah. all wanted him in there. They all wanted him. In. They were yeah. rightfully questioning his sort of a uh, You know, his sort of." allegiance to oppenheimer and he's still trying to save face here as well because he's not trying to reveal that he set him up but also be like hey i'm distance enough so i yeah you call him a communist well i'm not i'm american yeah i'm separate from that guy (laughs) yeah but he's also like um but i wish him the best uh he's cool and everything and i gave him the resources he needed Uh to we just decided on H bomb program things that I was going to go this way and he was going to go against it. So that's why I'm American. He's a communist
0: and you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and it is my opinion that he should not be given clearance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it was, that was like a great scene too. And then he's like sitting there, he's like, what the fuck? And then, you know, he goes and, you know, they take a recess or whatever. like, Senator's like, what the hell's going on? Jesus. And then, um, He's like, well, you know what, Oppenheimer? He was nothing. He's trash. I I made him. I made him the head of the AEC uh-huh. and all this guys. I'm like, all right, bro. And his his advisor's like, dude, keep your voice down. Like people are going to hear you and they're going to think you're guilty now. And <laughs> yeah, as <laughs> So, but this is where we get this really good performance scene from Robert Downey Jr. Um, sort of exploding um, in, and, uh-huh. and, and you know they kind of aged him up with like his hair and his makeup and stuff and this is in black and white too so he looks a little bit older in this but he's just going off meanwhile Alden Ehrenreich's character um, who's listed as Senate aide, um, is uh-huh. s- starting to turn on him sure. he's kind of like mm, so you are the bad guy then like you you did do this right. you are a snake uh-huh. you know Maybe you shouldn't be in a government power like position. Maybe you shouldn't be on the cabinet. Um and Strauss, I think kinda of caught on to that. He's like, What do you say, man? Um Right. But yeah, and then anyway there's the you know, the vote that gets taken place and he's like, Is it over? He's like, Sorry, sir, you didn't make it. Uh huh. And it's like, Yeah, Oh yeah, some hotshot uh senator, young senator. Kennedy, and everyone's, and, there, and people in my theory oh, are like, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, Kennedy. Nice. <laughs> blocked this guy. <laughs> uh-huh. It was like, oh, yeah, he came out of nowhere. And he's like, I thought you said I would get on. No problems. Like, well, I didn't have all the information, did I? I'm like, oh, that's right. In your face. Got him. <laughs> yeah, got him. And then, of course, everything backfires, right? He doesn't want to press around for Oppenheimer. Well, they're there for his failure. As soon as he walks yeah. out of his, like... Stressing, I don't know what to call it, at like the, the, the uh-huh. like waiting room over there. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, "Oh, what would you classify this failure as?" And this, is, you know, all these kind of press questions that they're going to ask and everything. So right. that was that was pretty that's pretty tops. Um, this seems yeah. like stuff.
0: It just that would be good to like like read a book about. Yeah, you know, I mean, it,
1: his U.S. His history, you know, his history. You know that we. Unfortunately, we don't get enough time in yeah. school to go over all of U.S. history. So these are some kind of really cool things to to learn about as well. Um, uh-huh. But the way that it's presented well, yeah, you in this get the film broad strokes of it. Yeah, the, yeah. In school, you kind of get the hey, so there is this, and then this happened, and these are the people responsible, and these are the dates, and you know, kind of go from there. Um, yeah. But, but in this film the way that, that it's all presented just it really lays it out beautifully where you you don't like I said you're not confused or anything you you really get a sense for time period I mean I know you said like what year is it and everything but you get a sense like in terms of chronological it's fine order enough. yeah like you sequence get kind of
0: like yeah
1: exactly exactly but um you know enough yeah this movie is also it's got some it's got some jokes in there too and you know in terms of like not like people yeah, are he's cracking like jokes, funny, but huh? he is because he's sarcastic. He's egotistical, right? He he has these yeah. moments where he's like, oh, yeah, I mean, there's like, you know, a tiny chance that we'll blow up the whole world and, uh, you know, right. stuff that's, that's been in like the trailers and stuff too. But but yeah, there, there are really, really, really great moments um, where uh, he and some even some of the other characters are like, oh, I don't think we can pull this off, you know, or you know, just making these like right. sort of dry humor uh, bits. Uh so I I really like that. I think that's what again just made this movie um really entertaining. Just keep moving even though it's 3 hours long. It
0: just kept moving really well. So yeah, it's got uh, that Nolan yeah. driving pace to it.
1: Definitely. Yeah, definitely. He, like I said, he, he makes long movies, but for the most part, they are a ride and you are invested. Um, yeah. Even if yeah. you might get confused by which dream they're in in Inception or, you know, right, wait, are they inverted right. or not inverted in Tenet? Like, it's still a doesn't ride matter. and, yeah it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Um, but in this movie, I think the way that he utilizes time is, is perfect just for this these, uh, you know, historical moments, this context. Um, He just brings it in really mm-hmm. well. Um, because overall, it does have a somewhat of a linear story. Um, like the plot, the plot is all over the place because it tries to give you these these
0: yeah just jumps know, contextual moments. But in time, how it needs to to explain yeah, it to you.
1: But but the story is pretty chronological in terms of his story. You know, starting out as a yeah. I like how they made his hair like darker and like messier when he was like a young student yeah, and of, he's like curly. Like,
0: yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. kind of like studenty kind of like mm-hmm. early time. Like I think mm-hmm. when he almost poisons was, his teacher. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I was See, like, "Oh my god, what, what <laughs> a wild do dude!" Yeah. but there was just kind of that the editing in that section of the movie was mm-hmm. like very exciting and like oh, it was all these things happening mm-hmm. and like it's just kind of you mm-hmm. know the takeoff point. And well, and the movie starts cool. technically in that like hearing scene in that
1: little conference room, and he's he's like, uh, "What I'm about to talk to you about today," and he's like reading his statement yeah. or whatever, and then it kind of goes into his his early days as a young student uh, scientist and then you know goes through, like I said it just goes in through Europe. His, his yeah in Europe yeah and then he goes to America <laughs> yeah commie as they say um must be. but yeah must be uh, um so Mr. Oppenheimer you went to Europe once so, yeah. that's all we need to You've know. You've been to Europe? <laughs> yeah. You've been to Russia. I believe that's actually yeah. something that Jason Clarke's, uh, like, prosecutor, Roger, Roger Robb, did, says. Did and he's you like, speak with Russians? He's like, yeah. Like, so, you were in Russia at this point. Enough said, kind of a thing. I'm like, all right, bro. Yeah. That doesn't mean communism. But, yeah. Anyway, yeah. the movie ends with, with, you know, with him going you are undoubtedly a patriot to the United States of America, but we cannot give you this clearance based on whatever. And this old guy over here who agreed with your wife earlier, he's the dissent. And there's two of us that are for this motion. And Jason Clark's like, yeah, shaking hands with everybody. I'm like, brah, you can't be doing that. (laughs) And this literally is like the defense attorney says, or I believe one of them says like, this is a predetermined thing. It's not, Yeah. it's not, going to go oppenheimer's way it's literally there to block him but just so he has a platform because that's the legal way to do it but bro this is already a predetermined outcome like it's all yeah yeah,
0: not a trial like they're saying yeah
1: so yeah i mean he is betrayed by multiple people such as the you know people of america that made these decisions uh straws as Uh well betrayed him um he betrayed his wife (laughs) too though, he's definitely she's not at yeah. fault for that. Um I think that was a really um interesting um you know bring up during this moment as well where it's like, oh no, he was still seeing her and sure she'd left the party or whatever and she wasn't in it, but she's a communist, so they're gonna bring it up emily blunt was yeah. a communist so they're gonna bring that up about her too but she left the party and eh, you know all this kind of stuff and she's yeah. like no 15 years ago no 16 years ago no 18 years ago actually is when i left the party And I was like oh that's right so yeah. it really doesn't matter now you know things have think people change things change um but i thought that was a, a really cool part to then insert that that scene with um uh Florence Pugh, right? His his affair. Right. They Still, still seeing her because he would always answer and whatever. Uh, um yeah, yeah. So,
0: do you get that just, that's that's yeah. bad. You're not supposed to do that, bro. <laughs> that's trouble. You're you get you're gonna get in trouble, dog. Yeah,
1: yeah. But you know that just creates more controversy in his life, and he's he's responsible for doing that. So that's what just makes it so exciting as well. Like this third act is just like this movie. Yeah. Literally, like I said, this yeah, about spicy. Um, I said this uh, this uh, sort of phrase about um, Belfast, but it's just talking, but it's the most, like, entertaining, exciting, intense talking that we've seen because it moves fast and there's so many people involved and yeah. there's great stakes as well. So, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. Yeah, Kenneth Brana. <laughs> that's right that's a good connection uh yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so yeah so overall it ends like that uh last shot of him kind of looking at like the lake uh we get context for what he says he's talking to with with Albert Einstein about like you know we can do this and that but in the end they're gonna take credit for this or they will hate you for this uh, you know all that kind of stuff but, that was that was really good that at least because it was gonna be like uh Alden Ehrenreich was was like well we'll never know what what he yeah. said to Albert Einstein and then albert dissed you on the way back up to the facilities or whatever uh-huh. right he's like well we'll yeah, never know yeah. it's between them and then we yeah, actually I like get that the he had to make
0: it about himself
1: yeah oh my god it's like yeah he said something to him that day and ever since then he turned all the scientists against me and they all hated me so i hate uh-huh. him i'm like all right bro again yeah. egos egos all around all of these people do big time um
0: that's how you get to this yeah. level i guess
1: mm-hmm. in terms turn people down that's literally American politics unfortunately but yeah yeah. Um, anyway American dream yeah anyway yeah so it does end with the the Fade to Black and the Oppenheimer like logo the name pops up and it's just like wow really good really strong but um, yeah that's kind of my overall thoughts of this movie like what did you any closing thoughts before we do a a score on this one
0: I dug it I thought it was really cool it was uh, you know very highly anticipated weekend experience uh, it was an experience yeah both of these movies just fun yeah just a whole lot of fun just mm-hmm. nice awesome yeah i feel
1: the same way it was like i said uh, at the top here it was really exciting to you know see these movies on the same day just the fact that this was just going on this weekend and it yeah. will be for the next few weeks i think it'll still dominate the box yeah. office
0: it's happening right now
1: it's 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 it is still like christmas it's yeah it's a season it's a season um but you know this movie though is really really good um as the same i said about barbie just like what a time what a time to be around you know Um, how lucky are we how lucky are we that and how lucky are we that these dates didn't change as well that's really cool this is yeah. just a fun thing and it's like fun for the industry and as well. everyone like, was
0: brave and everybody just wrote it out yeah and everybody was like, yeah, I, I, no, I don't know if you saw the fine. picture
1: of good. of greta gerwig and margot robbie like holding their oppenheimer tickets in front of like nice the billboard or whatever like in the you know like in the movie theater hallways they have like those boards up for yeah. it's like that's awesome that is so yeah. cool and i think christopher Synergy. nolan christopher nolan or was it Killing murphy i forget what they said like they're both like, yeah of course you're gonna see barbie and I think Kelly right. Murphy said something about like he was asked about being a future like a Ken in uh-huh. another Barbie movie if they're gonna make like a sequel or something. He's like, hell yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Nice. And that makes sense, right? Uh, yeah, that's why awesome. not? it just be a. It'll be like a an audience woohoo moment if they ever did that. But uh, yeah, that'd be a good. That'd be a good one. That's that's yeah. an Easter egg. That's absolutely an Sa- Easter egg. Scientist Ken, uh, physicist yeah. Ken, is what they would. Nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd be really cool. But, um, okay, scores. I'll go first on this one. I'm going to give this one again, like, another 9 out of 10. Just really fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, what would you give your your uh, score on this
0: one? Is this another... 10
1: out of 10. 10 out of 10. He's done it again, folks. Unbelievable.
0: It's a perfect episode. Yeah. It's a perfect episode. Two 10s out of 10s. I am so happy that these movies
1: really delivered. Um, yeah. And I... I I don't watch well sometimes i do you know every once in a while a movie will come around where like i will go see this again i'll probably see these movies again um with, yeah. with maybe some different, would, yeah. different people too because i think other people I that would. didn't get to see it yet want to see it and want to see it with me so i will go and see it with them um for sure but yeah the last last movie that, that i saw multiple times in the theater was avatar the way of water so not you know not that long ago but it's rare like I went a good six months or whatever since December or whatever, how long that it has been yeah. without seeing another movie in theaters multiple times. Cause I just didn't feel right. like it affected me that way. And I feel that way about Oppenheimer and Barbie. So yeah, just what does that, what does that say? You know, fantastic hey man, we did it. We really did it. We did. And, uh, yeah, we did it for this episode as well. Uh, if uh-huh. you have stuck around this long to listen to both segments, Thank yeah, you thanks. very much. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did talking about these movies, seeing these movies this week. Um, like I said, sorry, next week is going to be a one movie review only. So we'll probably Classic. go back to that format. Uh, yeah. This was an intense week to kind of, uh, you know, accomplish this goal. It was goal, a big week. Yeah. But <laughs> it was fun to do so as well. I was, I was really uh-huh. happy that we could, we could do it this way um yeah but yeah anyway thank you again so much for listening um if you want more episodes like i said we're gonna be doing talk to me next week new horror movie um you know subscribe here every friday we're coming out with new episodes so um listen to our backlog listen to our upcoming films uh, that we're gonna be reviewing or other kind of topics that we're gonna be doing as well um we're already getting into the spookiest time of the year so we're gonna be a lot of i feel, yeah it's starting, starting starting the next couple weeks starting yeah. already so i mean we just saw insidious Early, you know a couple start. weeks ago so that was like like you know one of the first ones to come out and you're like, Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, it's coming around, you, you know, like it or not, we're, we're doing them. So uh, stick around for that fun. Uh, if you wanted to suggest a movie, uh, for us to review like a movie that you are excited for that's going to be coming out soon or something that has already come out that you're really passionate about you want us to talk about it you can actually email us that idea or that movie that you want us to talk about it is um, uh, niltmoviepod at gmail.com is where you can send us those suggestions your topic ideas um, that you want us to really dive into so uh, let us know there hell yeah yeah um, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel as well moviepod on youtube.com got a few videos up there um, don't forget to check out Eric's uh second podcast that he does um I don't know why I always say second podcast because technically this is yeah. the second podcast that you did because nobody's yeah, listening to this music this podcast This is the second one chronologically. Yes. Though. in your life yeah uh that you have done so nobody's listening to this music podcast comes out on tuesdays so i guess we're the second one in the week as well here since we come out on fridays additional yeah additional podcast listen to him on tuesdays uh with andrew Uh over on uh over on that station um and then catch us again of course on fridays but yeah thank you again so much um for for listening to this episode we are gonna go and uh, I don't know, take a nap or something because this has been a wild ride. But <laughs> it has been awesome. Uh, yeah, but thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We'll talk to you all in uh, next week's episode. Week. Later.